This one is fresh off the press. I got together last night with Encounters Down Under, Angus and Alex to sit down and discuss the UAP hearings. We went live uh, through Encounters Down Under. I really enjoy those. I'll talk about that in a second. However, I thought it was very important to sit down and discuss the hearing. I mean, it's not even in mainstream media anymore here down under. And the fact that that is the case is is insane to me. It's an example of the dystopian chaos that we exist in. Have we needed to sit down and... Because obviously there's been some stuff said about it since it came out. And we wanted to sit down and unpack it. The things we picked out of it. Our thoughts on it. And look, we went all sides of this. Is it disinformation? Is it real? What do we think? And I think going live was very cool too. Because we got a lot of interaction from the audience. So over 50% of the UTC audience is Australian. So I wanted to... Specifically to my Aussie listeners... Would you guys like us to go live maybe once a fortnight and we can choose a topic? Just leave a comment, shoot me a message if you think that's a cool idea. Because I, I, like I like the profile and I like doing it and I'd love to interact with you guys in some way. What we're also going to do for this episode and maybe just for the next few is I'm going to leave the song. I've got a few little intro clips that I can use to split the segments and I'm just going to use those. We might finish with a song at the end maybe. Uh, or we just might finish with a little clip. I haven't just decided what we're going to do on the end as I'm doing this right now. However, just changing the format up a little bit. And look, let me know if it makes a difference or whether you care or whether you don't care. It's all good. Uh, I'm just trying a few things to evolve and streamline the show a little bit. I really enjoyed this one. Sitting down in the panel and discussing these things at length and having a bit of fun doing it was really cool. And thank you again to uh, Anthony, Alex and Angus for their time and remember look up in Canada's Down Under uh, excellent show give him a like give him a follow and you know the drill guys enjoy this one again let me know in the comments if you want us to go live I'm thinking about uh, evolving that and doing that that'd be pretty cool I think good on you guys thanks very much we'll talk soon cheers Right, now I'd like to introduce our witnesses. Our first witness is Lieutenant Ryan Graves. He's the Executive Director of Americans for Safe Aerospace. Lieutenant Graves is also a former U.S. Navy F-18 pilot with his own UAP experience. The next witness, David Grush, is a former senior intelligence officer with the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and was a senior technical advisor for UAP issues. And finally, retired Navy Commander Dave Commander David Fravor, squadron leader who worked as a naval aviator for 18 years. Mr. Fravor has his own UAP experience known as the TikTok event. I look forward to hearing from all three of you today. Um, pursuant to committee rule 9G, the witnesses will please stand and raise their right hands. Do you solemnly swear or affirm that the testimony you are about to give is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. Let the record show that all the witnesses answered in the affirmative. You may be seated. We appreciate you all being here today and look forward to your testimony. I'll remind the witnesses that we have read your written statements and they will appear in full in the hearing record. G'day folks and welcome back to another Encounters Down live stream. Thanks for coming back and joining me tonight it's been a while since i've been on the uh the old live stream here i hope i'm coming through good no issues here on your end guys let me know in the comments if i'm coming through okay 
Um, yeah, I'm a little bit rusty on this. It's been a bloody while since I've um, actually done a live stream. So, yeah, welcome back, guys. It's good to be back. Um, yeah, obviously I had a few issues there, health issues there. I could not get myself right and I uh, wasn't really prepared to go and do some live streams there. And I was keen to go on back on here because like, oh, so much has happened in the last few weeks or nearly a month and a half now. We've had, um, as we've had before, uh, David Grush there with uh, Ross Coulthard doing the interview there, admitting to, you know, uh, that there's non-human biological entities and, uh, you know, crash retrievals and all sorts of stuff. I hope you've all seen the 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 interview there with that. And uh, it's just like absolutely mind-blowing what's just come through. And I just put that little bit of a segment there to go on uh, just to point out that, you know, these guys have actually gone under oath and, you know, presented their their witness testimonies. So um, anyway, look, let's get, let's get into this. Um, get right into this. And I've got uh, Triffin here and Angus. So I've got to get these guys in here. G'day, boys. How you going? Mate, how are you? G'day, guys. How good. you going? Good, good. We'll mate, be- welcome back to the show there. Yeah, we we realise this is a different perspective of the refinery for most of you. You normally only see the sort of this corner. Um, yeah, but no, Angus is joining me tonight. We thought we'd we'd get down. I mean, obviously, it's unprecedented. Well, we got here. Thank it, you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's unprecedented times, mate. And we and we wanted to sit down and discuss the hearing in detail, and because no one else is discussing it, the fact that the main it's not even on any mainstream news anymore. Right, I think it no. lasted a day, maybe, uh, and that in itself proves something. However, yeah, it's awesome to be back, mate. We've got someone else with us. I think Alex is joining we us do. too, mate. Yeah, um, for those who aren't familiar with um, Triff and Unlocking the Code there, Angus is usually a little bit of a co-host for his show there. So, um, yeah, we haven't had him on the show yet, so he's a bit of a first-timey here as well. And then we have... Uh... Yeah, we're popping your live cherry, aren't we, mate? I didn't realise that. <laughs> <It's scared. laughs> yeah. And then we've got um, Alex here too. I'm one of uh, Triffin's uh, guests on his show. They'll let, uh, let Triff go on and introduce Alex. G'day, Alex. Hey, guys. How you going? Yeah, Alex came... Actually, Alex is in the latest episode, 208. Uh, everything's connected. We we didn't we didn't really leave a stone unturned in that episode, did we, bud? No, we uh, didn't. It was very fun. Very interesting. However, yeah, Alex wanted to come and join us tonight and have a chat about the hearing. And I thought I wanted to organise this, boys, because I think a, a panel of, of people is is very important to have because you get multiple different perspectives. And we've all look. I mean, I've sorry, I've I, I watched the hearing front to back. Uh, then I watched it sort of in the periphery, in the background, and then. Today, I listened to it. Uh, thanks for doing that as well, Anthony, putting the audio up on Spotify, man. That was actually really cool because it allowed me to just check in and out of it. Uh, yeah, welcome. I'm surprised it's still I, up there, actually. <laughs> and I've got about 10,000 notes, boys. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to take the lead because I've got pages and pages. It, Angus knows what I'm like. I've, I've got a bee in my bonnet, mate. And there's one, two, three. I don't even know how many pages there is. So He'll probably read one of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do the rest off the top of his dome. Yeah, um, I'm, however, I'm, I'm sad to say, like I have not had a chance to go and deep dive into this myself. Like you know, put notes down or anything like work. I've got, I've started a new job, and then obviously you know, juggling that between family and all sorts of stuff. My head just hasn't been in the right space, and well, you know, boys, just like everyone's been busy. I know, but you know, I just have not had a chance to go and really dive into this myself. Well, it's okay, fellas, because I did it for us, and I think we've all watched it <laughs> at least once. Um, and you know, I'll I'll take the lead. I think, yep. and obviously, I'm really interested to hear from the people out there with the questions. I don't want to structure it, but I, I, what I wanted to start with, boys, because 
I want to get the negative stuff out of the way first, right? Because, you know, there's the classic. Actually, what, what I wanted to do is I wanted to start it with a Hilltop Hoods lyrics quote. Right. Oh, nice. But hang on, sorry, mate, before we get into your tangent there, I just want to um, let Alex introduce himself a little bit there so people can get a bit of an idea who he is. Ah, he doesn't, you don't mind? Doesn't, he's all right. Doesn't matter, matter? no? No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I took the reins. I'm sorry. That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> so, Alex, mate, tell us where you're from. What do you do? What's Tell us a bit about yourself so people know who, we're, who they're looking at. Basically. Yeah, so my, name, my name's Alex. I, I live down in the snowy mountains of New South Wales. Um, been following both your shows for quite a while now, so it's a real honour to be here to chat with you guys. Thank you very much for having me. Um, and look, I, I sort of got into this topic um, over the last few years. As I was saying to Triffin the other day, I've, I've had an interest in it, you know, for a little while now and been listening to your shows for just over a year. Um, but when this topic came up last week, I was like, oh, I've got I've to jump in on this one. And it's, um, you know... UFOs, UAPs, extraterrestrials, all that kind of stuff is is very, very interesting to me. Um, you know, I try to sort of keep an open mind over a lot of it. But, um, yeah, I, I just I thought this opportunity would, go, would be great to come and have a chat with you guys and, and sort of put my two bucks worth in as well. Yeah, no, it's awesome, mate. Look, welcome, mate. It's um, an absolute pleasure you. having you here. So, um, yeah. right, mate, uh, Triff, I'll let you go and get on your tangent now, mate. I, I know you're rearing, yeah. so... I, I, I'm chomping. I, I, I've been at the, <laughs> you, you, the thing is, boys, I, I squeezed this research in today because I started a new part of my job today as well. So it's like, anyway, let's get started. Hello to the Facebook user and Leela and Kurazia Trooper Leclerc. I like that. That's uh, G'day, guys. Don't hesitate to put questions in the chat. I think I'd like to get the feedback from everybody as well. Yeah, absolutely. But I think I want to get... So this is a Hilltop Hoods quote. It's from the song called An Audience with the Devil. Mankind has progressed to a point of in its dim-witted history where life has been drained of all its enchantment. And I think there's there's some power in that statement when we talk about this stuff because we are very jaded. Uh, me and Anthony have had a conversation about that, how jaded we are by a lot of this stuff. And it's very easy to say that the congressional hearing was disinformation. Why now? Uh, you know, it's, is it is it is it uh, the Project Bluebeam? Um, are they priming us for you know the the next next uh, blah blah blah? There you go. There's a verbal. There's the first one. There's the first one. We get it out right. <laughs> Existential crisis. Uh, and look, my answer to that is maybe. Uh, however. There was so much that came out of that hearing. For those of us that have been in the rabbit hole as long as, I mean, I've been 10, since I was 10, man, I've been, I've, I've been into aliens. Like, and, and I'm not joking about that. I've got a book up here I bought with my pocket money when I was 12. You know, there's the best part of 30 years. You know, I'm, I've been labeled a weirdo for many different things. And one of them was that I believed in UFOs and aliens back in the 90s. You know, like there, there's a lot of stuff it's unprecedented what happened the other day, okay? And, I mean, do you boys think it's disinformation? We might start here in the refinery. Mr. McDermott, what do you reckon, mate? Are, are you... Oh, like Alex said, we're just all open-minded. I think we've learnt long ago not to get married to any mm -hmm. one thing or any mm -hmm. one truth. Um, one thought I did have, though, was it was with the congressional hearing... You know, and it's we, we've had like uh, 
the government keeping secrets from us, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the American government keeping secrets from us. So now we've got the American government asking the American government with witnesses from the American government. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, like, there's all, there is that. There is that. That can lend there itself that. for you to there think. Is that. Yeah. Yeah. Is this all just another leg on the soil? Is mm -hmm. it, you know, because it's, it's all so far, that's what we've got. You got yeah. the Congress, the government, and then these guys are all government employees. Be it that they're probably some of our most credible witnesses, though. Yeah. With their background and the kind of people that get into those positions. Exactly. Unfortunately. But, I think from a, a f just from a face value, mm -hmm. you can quite easily go, mm, finding it hard. Yeah, because we're jaded, man. Because, you know, it's a lot of us in that congressional hearing, I don't think, we didn't hear any new information in that hearing, right? I, I think for those of us that are in the rabbit hole, we didn't hear any new information. However, I, I've written a heap of dot points down here because I, I listened to it with a critical ear. Well, do you want to, um, before you go on, do you want to see what the yeah, other no, guys no, got I, to Yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, Anthony, where do you stand, mate? Because you you are, you call everything, nothing's a UFO at Encounters Down Under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, um, look, like you said, like there's nothing new out of that. Like, if you've been following along pretty closely, then yeah, there's nothing new out of it. The biggest thing is like I was happy to finally see it was in the actual media, um, in Australian media, I should say. They actually took it on board and actually run with it a little bit. Um, I would have liked to have seen a bit more involvement from the news and that, and like, and the other crazy thing is too, like, still no one gives a flying rat's ass. There's a bit of aliens and shit going on. It's like, come on, the internet hasn't the, the internet hasn't disappointed with the me, the reams though. It's like, oh, the aliens are going to be so disappointed when they come down and go, we want to take your leaders, and we're going to, to go, yeah, cool, man. Do you want to help? Like, what do you need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll so look, hand, let's get after look, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Like, people were sort of like expecting to have like new information or have some sort of new video going on, or you know, some sort of new sort of uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, jeez, I'm losing myself now. New evidence already. New I'm, evidence. New evidence. Thank video, you. Yeah, new that's documentation. All new. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. But um. That's not what this was about. This was about these guys admitting that they've been involved in something here that's been hidden away and hasn't really taken any air or any seriousness to the DOD. Mm. So to, this is where the, this, the serious part is because, yeah, like you're saying, you know, they're fighting between each other now in their, gov their own governments. Mm. And eventually the truth is going to have to come out. Like, you know, yeah. they, they, these guys are lying, um, you know, and they're going to have to go, jail for life or whatever you know for whatever the bloody justice systems are and all this all the government's gonna have to come out and go all right um these guys aren't lying mm. and here's what we have mm. or, i want to get to the i want to get to the zeta connection because you're totally right anthony but i want to hear what alex is what do you reckon mate what's your take on it i'm much the same as you guys like i i looked at it you know with a critical eye and sort of thought, you know, if we get any new information, great, but we didn't get any, there was just none there. It was all the stuff that we've heard before, um, you know, and the thing I found most frustrating was that every time one of the, um, the senators asked a, a question, um, you know, with regard to new information, you know, it was sort of stonewalled by that it's classified. I can't talk about it, sort of thing. And yeah, that, I'm hating you. That's that. a pain, yeah. you know. Like, and look, I, I understand from the perspective of, you know, these guys. You know, it was pretty obvious throughout the conversation that they are in, 
you know, they're fearing for their lives at the moment. You know, David Grush was sort of alluding to the, the threats and, you know, other things that happened but, you know, to him and his wife and, you know, how real that was. So mm. from that perspective, I can understand that. But, you know, the, the thing that annoyed me the most was, you know, like, you know, wh where can we talk about this? Oh, we can talk about it in a skiff. Um, mm. And for those who don't know what a skiff is, it's a sensitive compartmented information facility, um, essentially everything behind closed doors. Um, but unfortunately, they couldn't get a skiff approved to sort of pass on that information. So it was all like, which oh, is also an interesting fact as well. Correct. Right? I mean, yeah. And and I think, and as I say, in somewhere in these fifteen thousand pages that I did, they, they, I, I I did a background check on some of that stuff, right? And just want to say good day to Colleen and Michelle. Matt's joined in. Uh, yeah, I'm going. We're going to get to the red rectangle. Don't worry about that. However, the Zeta connection with Paul and Cyan, I like that, right? People are so tired of the financial burden of life, food, energy costs. It's difficult to put ET disclosure stuff at the front, and they're totally right. And and that that leads into the why now, right? Is it do they insert that into the lexicon because because of that very fact that people are so burdened with just trying to exist post the chaos that you know we can't talk about Fight Club that it it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Or is that a conditioning, right? Because it's one thing to say, why now? So what I've done, because I knew this conversation was coming and I'm like a dog with a bone, I've listened to a few different perspectives and I actually listened to Weaponized podcast, during Jeremy Corbell's podcast with Jordan Nat, and they did a show the day after the hearing. And it's a and he they said in there, because George and Jeremy were the background they are the the driving force a lot of that behind there with Lou Elizondo and these are all loaded names that I want to come back to okay just let's let's just flow on with the story you know let's just keep moving forward it hasn't just happened right the the, the background on Dave Grush because he he's probably look Fravor is he's died in the wall as you get right he's who he is he's the he was a former commander of the Black Aces he's as respectable as a witness that you can get. And that's the reason he was added to the argument because he added weight, right? Same with Ryan Graves. You can't really argue with his credentials and what he has done, right? Grush is the, is the, is the new player. The cherry However, top, basically. Yeah. And but if you listen to Ross and Jeremy and George, that they actually... You're totally right, Fraser. It is a world security issue. Yeah, I was going to bring that up as well. Yeah. However, they um, they've been at this for a while. This hasn't just happened, right? And there's been stone walls and blocks at every turn. I can't remember the senator's name, but he was from Tennessee. He had that draw. He said, "Dad gum" a couple of times. Um, he has been working with Jeremy and George, and they've been and a few of those other senators, and they've been pushing this for months and months and months. So in the public eye, all of a sudden, it's got turned on and it's, oh, it's happened. No, no, it hasn't just happened. This has been the mechanism of government moves slowly, right? This has not just happened. It's taken months, if not a good year. Well, since 2021, you know, I mean, that one of the craziest things about the chaos, which we've discussed on lives before, is that they said UFOs are real and no one cared. And because it was in the middle of that chaos, right? Um but it didn't just happen. I think that's one of the things we need to move past, that it's been in the mechanism to get to that congressional hearing and to get all those senators in the one spot. And also it was bipartisan as well, which is 
practically impossible in Washington because uh, I did touch base with some of the UTC correspondents over in the US and they were um, impressed that both sides of the floor were at that meeting, right? That that doesn't that can't be understated either. The fact that they don't get along at all in Washington at the moment, but they came together on this issue. Um, so there's, I think let's just for tonight, is it disinformation? Project Bluebeam, blah blah blah. Maybe, okay. We don't put anything off the table, but I think what we need to speak about tonight is the fact that it is a world security issue, okay. Because uh, uh, Mr. Levac, who couldn't be with us tonight, but he might chip in a little bit later, he has been working trying to get the Australian government to release documentation. I think we did a live with him last a little while ago, didn't we, mate? Yeah. And he's got some very interesting stuff coming up that I won't break here because it's his his baby. However, um, it's stuff happens in Australia. I mean. In Canada's Down Under, which is an excellent show, and that's the reason we're here and connected tonight, does a valuable service of Aussies reporting their uh, experiences. There's stuff out of Russia. There's stuff out of France. There's stuff out of Spain. There's stuff out of Europe. This has been going on, all right? But the fact that it is now in public record, and I think if you... Those that haven't actually listened to it front to back, as I say, it's still up on the Candace Down Under feed. Download it and listen to it front to back. Because not only did they, they didn't, a lot of those senators didn't ask, they asked preloaded questions initially, but when they came back around, they asked follow-up questions. And you are right, the whole classified, classified, classified is annoying. Uh, I agree. However... The fact that they said that there was a giant red triangle, uh, sorry, rectangle that the size of a football field that caused aggressive tactics towards at the base. The fact that they said they intercepted multiple uh, grey or black cubes encased in a clear sphere that could move at Mark II, right? Whilst that's not new information to us, that is new information to millions, if not... Mass populace. Yeah, if not billions of people in the world. Right, so we can't understate the importance of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just want to point out too, like I've, um, like Grant Levac, I have also been trying to get hold of um, local ministers of parliament and stuff like that. You know, sending them emails there, trying to say, hey, look, this is happening now. I even sent them a link there with David Grush's interview with Ross Coulthard, saying, hey, look, this is evidence to back on from. You know. All these hearings have been happening over there regarding the UAP, get them all the information and details so they can sort of, you know, back it up, back up what I'm trying to give them. And I'm trying to, I even put it down as a national security for Australia, you know, yeah. and, you know, they even send it off to um, other people there. Well, wouldn't say the actual members of parliament that I've emailed directly, it's their assistant, you know, they've got the emails first, whether it's, and then gets passed on. But even they have even sent it off to other members of parliament there who are more in for the defense sort of areas um hmm. but still yet i've had no response for them either so well, i know, I, know grant, I want to go and hit him up again i know grant got a thanks but no thanks there's nothing to see here from the air force uh yep. he did get yeah, a response right. he got an official letter and that's basically what they said thanks but no thanks there's nothing to see here we don't look at that or, or something along those lines 
Yeah, or However, it was uh, something like they can't discuss that or something. I think there's one yeah, that was something about like that. the um, yeah. oh, what was that thing that had the the five eyes meeting? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm, he asked for mm-hmm. a uh, you know a reference of what ha- was happened with that, and they yeah, said, have oh, they been can't, briefed? We can't discuss it here, or you know, there's nothing we can say here or something like. That. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's a bit of bullshit, and, really. Look, and this is the red tape and the bureaucracy. However, I think what's underneath this as well. And that's they are full of it. This is the, I think one of the, the 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 global mistrust of all government, especially after the last three years, has accelerated beyond a point where I think none of us have ever seen. Like we don't. Speaking of bureaucracy, mate, that that was something that was a positive that I I took out of the hearing mm. was in the prelogue to it. Um, basically, they were stating that the fact that we want to bring this like to the fore at this mm-hmm. point in time because of the general mistrust in the leadership yes. because um, so many things have been hidden for so long and things that, you know, obviously uh, security is um, of high importance, mm-hmm. but then some things that we don't, like the mass populace don't deem mm-hmm. to be important. Mm-hmm. Like where are the, like what experiences have we had? Cause we're all, a lot of people out there are witnesses, experiences, that kind of thing but they're being told they're crazy and the numbers are just getting too large. Yeah. You can't deny it. It's overwhelming. That's yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, like I said, when I said before, the bipartisan aspect to those senators actually being in the same room together uh, to a lot of um, American observers was pretty crazy. And, and we can't understate that. And I think if you, and again, you listen to those senators and the words that they say, they're like, oh yeah, nothing works in Washington. Don't worry, you know, it's not a surprise. Because we've got to remember too that at the bottom line of this, there has been misinformation, disinformation, people potentially murdered over keeping these secrets for over 80 years, guys, right? So this is a well-oiled, well-oiled machine that has kept this secret at bay. But then, you you know, we, we dig into what the UTC uh, research does. There is, you know, there's pictures in the Renaissance with UFOs in the background. There is wall art in Australia here with what looks like UFOs. You know, these things have been spotted and they've been part of our existence for a long, long time. However, we, we really probably need to stick to the, world, you know, post-World War II, uh, Foo Fighters, that sort of stuff, that what the Nazis were doing, these sorts of things tonight, because I think that's where the modern disinformation, misinformation campaign that has come from behind the scenes well not only that but we're dealing with mainly nuts and bolts craft in yeah. terms of the hearing yes you know we're talking yes. about crash craft captured craft possible bodies yeah. on board yeah which i don't know i don't understand anti-gravitational stuff whether there's a field that might protect the bodies mm. but i'm thinking you know they might be drones possibly who knows there's yeah. so many experiences out there but yeah. this is just the modern sort of stuff um so yeah it's in the modern era, we're more nuts and bolts. Whereas if you go beyond that into the into the past, yes. we start to get a little bit more um, just entity wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I think that uh, a UAP UFO phenomenon. I like that we're we're sort of stealing Marty Garza's uh, term there. However, I like that because it's not just. And I want to get to the 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 non nuts and bolts stuff later. 
What I want to stick to. Well, that's what was in the here. That's what I mean. I want to stick to the here. Yeah. They've got yeah. two pilots with sightings and they've got Grush mm. with his story. Mm. It's all about nuts and bolts. It's all about stuff. nuts and bolts, physical stuff. And, yeah. I, and I don't want to deny the phenomenon as we understand it. I want to talk about that a little bit later. But I think it, what surprises me, and, and we see it in everything, in all sides of research, and I've seen it over the years here at Unlocking the Code, at the end of the day, it ends up being binary. Right? It's like either it, you know the, the cataclysm was a solar flare or was it rocks from the sky. What if it was both, right? Same with this, same with the phenomenon. I, I am totally on board with the interdimensional other aspect of it, right? However, the nuts and bolts aspect of it exists. You know? We haven't answered any of the questions. No. So let's just, yeah, start okay. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the above, you know what I mean? So Alex, you- what's your thoughts on all this so far, mate? uh yeah look it's i don't know i really don't know like it's you know i've I've sort of again looked at all of the information um i guess try to sort of put together a little bit of a you know a thought about it and a theory about it but at the end of the day you know like you guys have been saying like there's no one answer like there's no it's it's it can go either way um yeah like it's there's then there's so much going on you know you know like you were saying before, is this disinformation? Is this actually happening? Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's so much. So yeah, it, it's hard to form. Uh, so let's stick let's stick to the let's stick to the notes, right? Because I wrote some stuff down that I want to expand on. And if we look in the and look, I want Michelle's comment. How do we all feel knowing they have an agreement to farm some humans? I think that would scare a lot of people if something of like that was true. It's been claimed. It it it. has been claimed. Go for it. Yeah, so um, something that that, um, everyone keeps repeating is like maybe the the truth is is scarier than what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. maybe something like that is the actual case. You know, let's just let's Mm -hmm. just hypothesize for a moment. Let's just do what we all do well. Let's let's just go with it. So it's like, what if we like the the sad truth or the scary truth is uh we're chattel you know we just belong to somebody yeah what if that's the truth Alien what if, farm. yeah what if mm. someone uh governs over us and and we're actually the reason why no one's ever been aggressive towards us is because no one actually takes us seriously you know like what if that's <laughs> the case what if we are we're the just, ants we're just, that we're just people, monkeys with fire that's it or, or the ants <laughs> in the ant farm it's like oh yeah they'll they'll sting you if you get too close but they're yeah, fine. don't worry about them don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah, don't worry about them. <laughs> You know, like what if what if something like that, like just running with that, what if that could be the case? Well, I mean, you go back to the Anunnaki, the Sumerian text. There's many different cultures that say that we were either genetically modified or we were, yeah, we were a slave race for whatever reason. There's actually more than one culture that does say that. And that could potentially be true. I, oh, I didn't bring my picture down. I'll have to find that. Um, however, you know, it's... It is possible, right? I think it's a D or the above there, right? And I, I want to get – so the Zeta connection here, and this is one of the ones I want to talk about. Over many generations, abductees have been told they're crazy. For those abductees who manage to work past the phenomenon and get contact with the beings, I mean, again, we're, on, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're sharing the stage with Encounters Down Under tonight, and, you know, there's hours, hundreds of hours now that Anthony's recorded of people with experiences. There is the other thing that that congressional hearing did for a lot of people. There was a lot of justification. You know what I mean? Like we weren't vilification. Vilification. We weren't crazy. Well, we are probably crazy. However, 
if let's and again let's work on the one percent rule even if we work on one percent of the hearing is true uh it's life-changing right they literally just told us that we're not alone and ufos are real right and and there would be a lot of people with experiences that would feel very vilified uh i couldn't help but think about bob lazar at some point i want to talk about him a little bit later well i was saying the other day he would mm. be a bit like graham hancock you yeah. know with the um, with the young guys theory yeah. yeah with the comedy mm. pack theory and mm. stuff like that he'd be like thank you mm. finally mm. but i don't see i'm not surprised bob lazar hasn't come out yet people yeah, are saying like, where is he why isn't he coming out but i think he's had too much attention over the years he's like i don't care now like you guys can go and make I your own yeah, he, he, he did his part, oh, maybe. Enough. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. and yeah. If, if anything that, like, Joe said about, like, his experience with him, you know, he he really didn't want to, like, do that yeah. interview with Rogan yeah. and stuff like that. So mm. maybe he just went a little too hard too soon, you know, like, or or maybe he was he was part I of I think the Corbell str- pushed him as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he w- and he was part of the straw that sort of brought it through. He yeah. was... He helped bring it a catalyst. Yeah, he was a catalyst. Yeah, I mean that. that I mean, if anyone has served his purpose. Yeah, yeah. It was. I I watched that episode of Joe Rogan, and I also saw a documentary, or you know, the Bob Lazar documentary, mm. and it was pretty clear that he was sort of at the point where he was like, you know, take it or leave it. You know, I've told my story. Yeah. Yeah. This is what it is. I'm, I'm telling. I, you know, he says he's telling the truth, and you know that was that. So you know, he he's, he's at probably, the fuck it stage. I think you know exactly I mean? right. Been, yeah, he's been going since what's well, thirty six well, years. 36 years since Nat yep. released that first yeah. interview with Bloody with hell, been that long. Yeah, it's been, been that long. I remember Before. seeing documentaries and, and other things from back in the, you know, the early 90s, late 80s, you know, when he first mm. came out with his stories. Um, you know, he was, a, he was a hell of a lot younger than he is now. I guess also you could look at it, if you look at it from his perspective, maybe, maybe he did the Corbell doco and the Rogan episode to get his media presence out of the way. If yeah. anyone wants to know what he has to yeah, say, there's the documentary, there's that. a podcast. That's it. Away. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, because maybe Corbell, because obviously they've been working towards this um, as a goal. Yeah. So maybe Corbell was like, look, we do it now, we get it out of the way, and then later on, because Corbell's probably like, because this is ramping up, mm. you know, with whatever he knows. So, mm. I mean, to look at it from the, that perspective, maybe that could be part of the reason who knows we'll never know mm. and look i mean the phrase i mean your phrase is right as well There's so much happening around the world inserting this into the distraction pool probably why it hasn't caused a grand rip. i think the thing is though what i've seen i actually thought boys there would be a lot more blowback about it like a lot more podcasts oh it's all bullshit rah 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 i haven't seen that much right and it's it's over a week now and you know there's 500,000 podcasts and I haven't really seen a lot of so I think on one hand look for me it was I I there was something very cool about it for me the fact that it was in the congressional hearing the fact that it's now on public record mm. I you know as I say I've been in this you know I used to watch X-Files man you know what I mean I would stay up and I've watched every X-Files used, you know? to. used to yeah still yeah I know through. yeah you found I found them again yeah and Angus told me how to get the X-Files on Disney plus um and I'm going back you know doing a bit of background research however you know it's it's look I, I don't know whether Joe Biden could step up to any plate to be perfectly honest I <laughs> <laughs> no <way. laughs> yeah so we've got Colin in the comments here she's uh so she's asked the question 
So Congress hearing, where to from now? Will we have mm-hmm. Joe Biden step up to the plate and confess to the USA people that, yes, extraterrestrials are real? And when is our government going to jump on board and deliver disclosure for the Australian citizens? My hope mm-hmm. is that we all shall know the truth completely with no hidden secrets. Good luck to the mm-hmm. no hidden secrets because that's never going to happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> Not in our lifetime yeah. anyway. And that's that's what we're sort of trying to like, um, I was trying to bring up before, like, you know, with regards to the Australian citizens there and like the Australian involvement, um, you know, whether we're going to get that or not is a totally different thing. But I sort of want to question, like, you know, we've had these three three blokes come up and uh, talk about, well, you know, they they confessed their stuff. Where's Lou Elizondo? He's he's been a big player in this. He's had some, um, you know, he's got his background there. Was he in the background? I didn't see. I, no, I, was wasn't. I don't think he was. I, no. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see him in the background because I did pay attention to that. Like who was sitting behind. Those three boys. It was a Corbell and George Knapp. Corbell and George Knapp, yeah. Yeah, and there was another guy there as well. Um, there was a but few. Why guys. isn't Lou Elizondo coming up and confessing? Like, mm. To me, I feel like he's a big puncher on this as well. Well, he was the one who released it all. Yeah, well, what I yeah, find that's right. So, whereas, why isn't he there going confessing his what he knows? So, you know, like just, bringing his statements forward. Because didn't didn't Grush basically work for him? Wasn't yeah. he the head of ATIP and Grush worked in ATIP? Yeah. Isn't, something, like, yeah. Something, like that, yeah. something like that. But what one of the little bits of uh, research that I did is it's not just there's Elizondo, so now there's Grush, uh, Grush um, but there's about four or five guys that were former heads of these programs that left the programs in order to expose the programs, right? And I, and I wonder... And that's happened sort of since the 60s. There's a, there's a number of names that have tried to do that over the years. And again, we, I mean, the 60s is 60 years ago, boys. You know what I mean? So we, we have been at this and there's, they've been trying to release it, trying to release it, trying to release it. Uh, and look, again, the external threat to humanity. I mean, this is the thing. Are they manufacturing another existential crisis? I mean, Project Bluebeam is literally a holographic alien event in order to you know lock us down again basically uh, long story short and the problem is and, and i didn't want to leave fraser's comment behind there is so much craziness and chaos going on in the world at the moment economically everything right it, it's it's but this is see what we understand here at utc is that we are in the kali yuga Right, we are in the time of chaos. We are at the end of the cycle. Right in the in the in the cycle of the equinox, we are at the top. Right, we are. It's about to tick back out, tick over into the next cycle. This is the time of chaos. Right, we are living in prophetic times. I was saying that back in 2021, and no one uh, wanted to listen. But we'll look back. You know, our kids' kids will look back. This is this whatever's going to happen to humanity is going to happen in the next. 5, 10, 15 years, right? This is this is the time that things are going to go down. And the, that chaos, within the chaos, is is where information gets released. And look, I, Clinton, I don't, I, Stephen, I, I actually had a guy, actually the coach, uh, got in touch with me, oh, have you heard of Stephen Greer? I'm like, oh, so you found Stephen Greer. I, I used to, I did, is he a fraud? Look, he keeps changing his story to make another, more money for another book. That's what I'll say about Stephen Greer. And the other thing is I have seen Steve Greer did come out and comment on it. And his comments were that it there would be a slow release over the next six months. Like we should know more by the end of the year, come early next year. Mm. That was the short clip that I saw from Greer. 
that was recent. Matt, I think they're all shields, mate. And this is the problem, okay? I, I don't know that they're, they're out. I mean, I don't think David Fravor is a shill. He constantly looks like he doesn't want to be there. Um, and again, it's it's not, I haven't got a problem with uh, David or Ryan. It's it's Grush because he's the ones, I can't tell you that, I can't tell you that, well, I can't tell you that. Let's yeah. just talk for a second though on Grush. Mm. So my my opinion, when I first saw the Coulter, um video. Yeah, the, the the Nations, whatever it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah that, that one. Um, I don't know what anyone else's opinion was on on that Grush. But um, he seemed. We'll come back to that a little later. bit. We'll come a little back bit to that. too scripted, um, overexcited, like too. I don't know. He he just didn't seem genuine to me in that. What was what did anyone else think, Anthony? Like, what was your opinion of Grush from the cool time? Yeah, what was video? your initial opinion of Grush? That's a good. That's a good question. Yeah, look, I thought he seemed pretty credible. Um, like he's like most people when they come forward with this sort of stuff, there they've got a lot to lose. You know, because obviously over the years, there's still that still got that stigma attached to it. Um, there's a lot of non credibility to the whole situation. On a, what on, a, on a bullshit meter scale, I mean, yeah. Like, where's just, the Aussie yeah, bullshit watching, meter? Where's the Aussie bullshit meter? Where, 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 where are we on the? Where are we on the scale? Yeah, look, I sort of feel like yeah. Look, I think there is a bit of credibility behind him. Um, look, I can't really seem to knock him at this point. I, I think it's still a bit too early to try and knock him. Uh, like, yeah, I'm going to take no. him as he is. So yeah, but I don't but think there's a lot of bullshit behind him. No, I don't but what I'm getting at is. What I saw in the Coulthard video compared to when I saw him in front of Congress, he was a lot more comfortable. That was his place. Yeah, he's a bureaucrat. He's a bureaucrat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bureaucrat. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knew the lingo. Mm. He had everything on point. Whereas the pilots looked out of place. Yeah, they're like, oh, they yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because when they're sitting in front of people like that, they're usually in trouble. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. point. That's a fair point. Or something that's like that. That's a fair that. point. Whereas, fair point. whereas Grush is just working the room, you know, he was yeah. comfortable. That gave me a. I felt a little bit easier about him at that stage because mm. I understood where he fit. Mm. I was like, I saw him in his natural environment. I guess that's what I was trying to say yeah. about the Coulthard video. Is he didn't seem quite natural. Something felt out of place mm. with that interview. Um, mm. A little too scripted. Mm. Whereas, yeah, when I saw him in his natural environment, I was like, okay, I get this now. I see where he fits into the puzzle. Um, was was what I was trying to sort of get at. It yeah. was just a. It's yeah. just a t- it was just a point that I was like, hmm. And and another thing, um, you know, to, to move into what like around the um the actual congressional hearing, another thing that I liked was the fact that they were moving away from just purely the national security issue, because obviously that's been hit on for quite a while. Mm. And off the back of what Ryan Graves was bringing into it, he's he's just going a a um well, he's a safety civ- officer. a civilian yeah. aeronautical safety mm. problem because you know we could impact these things or stuff like that which i think enables some of these senators to get on board but and save face you know what i mean we're talking about how did we get so many yeah. bipartisan people across the on both sides of the floor mm. i was just thinking maybe that's possibly one way they could do because it was like well, we're not just going down this this route with the national security, but we've we've twisted it a little bit, opened up a little loophole, so as people can go, look, I'm not worried about our military, about our national security, because we don't want to admit we've got national security issues. But civilian aviation, hundred percent, I'm worried about mm. some dude flying his Cessna. You know what I mean? And I think there's a, a and to, to, 
I love the interaction, but there's so many questions coming yeah, through. Yes, it's coming through, isn't it? Um, however, 5%, uh, Graves said that 5% is only reported. 95% of the sightings aren't reported in a civilian space. And that was his estimation. <laughs> Probably have fact checkers. Um, so I was a bit suspicious of Grush as well in his interview with uh, Ross. However, I concur with Angus when I say he was in his element. He had his, did you just see his paperwork? He was just, yeah, yeah he had everything you know, there, yeah. ABC.123 yeah. times one to the power of 10. You know what I mean? He was in his environment. And I, in the podcast that I listened to, the Weaponized podcast, they had an extended conversation. They basically asked Corbell, Nap, and there was another guy there that I don't, I'm not well, um, familiar with, what they thought of Grush. And Ross is obviously the guy that interviewed him and, and has vetted him the last few months. I think the, why would someone put themselves under that level of pressure is a good comment there as far as Grush is concerned. Um, and yeah, we'll say it, it wasn't his lawyer. It was somebody else. It was someone else above him. Um, it's in the comments podcast. there. Sean Ryan. Yeah, Sean Ryan. And they basically, he was, he, he, look, is Grush on a leash? Yeah, he is. Uh, Absolutely. Um, and and that, that's one of my issues, that he is on a leash which goes back to the shield comment earlier, you know, it's like mm. how much of a leash is that? But I think, again, we can get stuck in the, in the nitty gritty of this stuff. I'm willing at this stage with Graves and Fravor, either side of Grush, I'm willing to roll with it for now. All right. Am I suspicious? Mm. I'm always suspicious. Oh, absolutely. If, the, if, if, if your government's involved, yeah. in, you know what I mean? Very suspicious. I'm still suspicious of Corbell and Nap. I don't. However, I think one of the things we need to do as objective researchers now is the fact that this made it to Congress, the fact of things that they said in Congress, maybe we need to reevaluate our, our, our impressions of those three men, of Nap, of Corbell, of, you know, maybe it's, it's, it, we just need to have another think from another perspective about that stuff. And it's the biggest thing that's ever happened in the UAP UFO phenomenon in the public eye ever. And we can't move past that. Like that needs to be said. And is it a distraction from Epstein's list and, you know, farms and blah, blah, blah? Probably. At the same time, though, I think like Angus said, you know, the bipartisan stuff and a lot of those senators said, we want to do this to try and get some trust back of the people. You know what I mean? We want to. They they want to know. There's the the evidence is mounting. It's almost insurmountable. As far as honest politicians, I don't believe they exist. However, again, listen to that hearing with a critical ear. And those people were curious, and you know I think they were quite shocked at some of the things that they'd heard, because um, I think for some of those senators that was the first time that they'd heard some of that stuff. Mm. Um, you know. I think I was going to make mention too, um, like with the interview with Ross Coulthard there, like, you know, with the Grush's uh, vibe, you know, like he's a bit different. I think for when I listen to uh, the Need to Know from Ross Coulthard and Bryce Sable. Uh, Bryce Sable was met... the other guy I was on today. That was him. Yeah. Um, so the, he, I'm pretty sure he made mention that, like, they had to go and set up this real secure sort of area for themselves, like trying to get there. Everything was like really low down, like, you know, they're trying to make it, you know, this guy's a protected species kind of guy, you know, trying to get him where he's got to get to. And so obviously the um, Grush is nervous, like, and that's not everyone would naturally, but you know, mm. you're, you're in this big position and you're about to go and point out to the world that 
some sort of aliens exist or some sort of non-human yeah, entity exists. Yeah. We're yeah. not alone. So, which like you sort of can sort of understand. Like, this is a big thing that's about to come out, and you're the you're the the face of this. Mm. So, of course, he's mm. going to be pretty pretty um, nervous, and you know, he's not going to be in his element there, like talking about this sort of stuff. And he's something that's going to be worldwide. You know, it, mm. it would be scary. If, mm. Obviously, you got to be fearing of your own family, like he's mentioned. You know, mm. and, and just. With, well, I guess with regard to the the interview, you know, the initial interview with Ross Coulthart was, you know, he seemed nervous. You know, he seemed like, I'm on live television. I'm telling, you know, this story. It's going out there. Like, this is it. Um, so I would be nervous too, 100%. Yeah, but then, absolutely. as as you said, like, with, you know, in the in the um, the hearing, you were saying, yes, he's in his, like, he's in his element. That's where he's like. And the, all the language he was using is is government language you know that's that's the language mm. that they talk mm. in government you know so that you know he's written these things down he's, he's he's speaking to them in the way that the senators and these people are going to understand yeah um, it's a lexicon it's a whole exactly right yeah. exactly right yeah so look i look i, I i'm in two minds still but I, I do tend to believe him i think you know watch this space let's see what happens yeah absolutely um, watch this space always yeah, however that's I'm right yeah i'm 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 siding with those boys right now I yeah think- if not, if for nothing else, that they've really moved the conversation forward. You know mm. what I mean? They've yep. moved it forward. Yeah. Exactly. So the biggest thing I want to see come out of this is like you, the government's go, yep, all right, look, we do have these things. You know, there are, we do have some sort of technology that is back engineered, flying around. You know, all these people that have been seeing these things aren't crazy. And that's where I want it to be. Like, you know, I want everyone that has seen something strange to be credible for what they've seen. Yes. You know, be. Yeah. want all their experiences to be held accountable for all these idiots that go and say, you know, you guys are all crazy because you're seeing these weird things. But the next minute, you mm-hmm. know, oh, hang on, this person wasn't crazy. You know, they have actually seen something. So that's yeah. where I want this to sort of escalate mm-hmm. to, to say, look, you know, people aren't crazy. Well, as we know, too, there's consistency in a lot of the stories from around the world, isn't there? Like there's 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 certain types of crafts that are seen, the Tic Tac, the Spheres um, and the Cubes, you know, there's – triangles triangles right yes like there's there's commonality to some of these things and as i say there's got to be look i'll be honest boys when i got to the end of that that when i when i watched it and i got to the end of it i'll be honest with everybody i was a little emotional when they said thank you because again i've like i actually try to find i've got a little alien pendant it's weird the things you keep that i've had since i was 10 you know what i mean like i bought it at at the Ballarat bloody markets when I was 10 years old like that I've been into this for 30 years and watching it evolve and seeing that actually happen I mean and and I think we should talk about a couple of stats I mean Mm. let's just let's just for a second credible more than like I can't remember how many eyewitnesses there was but saw a red rectangle the size of a football field just hang on a minute, like a, a, an, an NFL field, I would imagine. So it's that 100 yards by 70 yards or whatever it is, okay? Yeah, probably equivalent. To 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. imagine a, a, a rugby square. field. It'd be a rugby yeah, field. Yeah. It'd be a rugby field, right? On its In the air, that approached a base, looked around, like basically did a recon over the base and then backed away and then came back instantly too, by the way. Let's not, mm-hmm. let's just fathom that. And then actually started, you know, having a bit of a crack at some guards and, and bits and pieces. What are, what, what are we talking about? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. there's a giant red rectangle that's having to go, people. You know what I mean? 
I mean, how do we, how do you, how do we just skip past? How that? do you just skip past that? that in itself. You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. You know, like, and, and we're all going, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just how's a- Space Daddy going to fix the cost of living, though? Yeah. yeah it's, that right. doesn't matter. Just mm. for a moment. Yeah. Let's put just aside the cost of living. What did we start with? Life has been drained of all its enchantment. Let's just have a cool conversation about UFOs. Everyone's struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there was a giant red rectangle. You know what I mean? Like, that, that had to go yeah. on people. And and we they just brush past that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and but where could you go from that though? Oh yeah, how would you? In that mean, sort of- who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but didn't yeah, he claim yeah. he didn't say he hadn't seen anything though? He hasn't. No, we're he talking hasn't. about Grush. Grush hasn't seen anything. No, 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 we, we, no. We're talking about Graves. Oh, Graves. Graves no. saw the rectangle. Graves saw the. Red time, but didn't um yeah, Grush even say he saw like some sort of red pinkish sort of uh, no no Grush no, hasn't seen else. anything physically no, he's seen right, photos yeah. and documentation. What no, what was it that he referred to that him and his wife saw? That's the, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's I don't know what it yeah, yeah. There was a I, few comments that they didn't follow up on. I picked it, up on that as well. Was it something along the lines of um him and his like have well there was two questions hang on, there. Hang on. Have um Give me a second. Fuck, you've just someone been threatened by UAP. Yes, or harmed, or harmed. Yeah, and his reply was something about him and his wife. His wife, yeah, yeah, been there and seen it, or something Mm. like that. Or I don't know what he was talking about. Being threatened physically by people about the UAP. I think it was him that was being threatened. But there was a few Mm. things that, when I listened back to it, I picked up on that as well. It's like, hang on a minute, did he just say him and his wife were shown something to try and shut them up, or? Um, yeah, no, I don't I'm know. Glad I we're all a bit sketchy. Yeah, I don't know. I was, the same. Yeah. I was like, is it just know. me? Is it my memory? Yeah. What's going on the, here? The only memory I have is when he was referring to being threatened. Yeah, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. He said, he and his yeah. wife saw something that terrified them. That, that's true. Yeah. 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 So was that. But yet he says he hasn't seen anything. No. So is that, I well, I mean, I, I think because he's, <laughs> he's a bureaucrat, he hasn't physically seen anything, but maybe they showed him something. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Maybe true. it's like the, they, they, they put him yeah. in a room and they wheeled out the old videotape machine, put it in there. And the said, OHP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put a few slides across <laughs> put it. Put a slides across it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no one, fo- exactly. No one followed up on that question when he said that, right? That's right. Um, when when oh, he yeah, said cool. that, no one followed up on that question. Yep. I was going to say, why did Paul and Cy in there? Because they're off to Cardwell there, um, which I'll be seeing them as well. So, um, guys, enjoy your trip up there. They'll be driving up tonight, I think. Is it was it Wednesday tonight or is it Thursday? What is it? Thursday. Yeah, because that's over the Thursday. weekend. So, it starts, it starts uh, sorry, no, it starts next weekend. Next weekend. Yep. Look, so I, I would love to come, way. but it's 18 hours. Trip, guys. That's right, yeah. It's, it's like another, it's like 36 hours for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I look, I went, oh, where's Cardwell? Oh, it's 18 hours by car. Oh. North, north of Townsville. <laughs> I can't make that happen. I'm actually going up there next weekend too. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a bit close. Have fun. Me, but I, I, th- I think, yeah, have fun, man. I think that would be, yeah, I, I would enjoy. love to know. No, honestly, I'm taking advantage of the Bonza flights. You know, it was like 89 bucks uh, to get up there from Rockhampton. Oh, to go to Townsville or something like that. Yeah. Townsville, then, um, mm. yeah, trip up that way for a couple of hours and then, yeah, fly back. So I was like, Oh, you jumping that. on a plane that's got Bonza on the side of it, but you know that's that's just yep. Bonza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there, if there was an eye on the end, I'd be a little bit more. Yeah. Bonza. Bonza. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, that's where I was trying, trying to go. I was trying to go with that. Mm. I thought. No, I picked yeah. up on the ball. Yeah, yeah, we got it. On a resurrection. All from the nineties. Yeah. So what about what about? I mean, again, let's just not. 
brush off the fact that there's been fleets of black and grey cubes with inside clear spheres mm. that move at mark, over Mark two. Twice the speed of sound. The, you, I mean, let's, let's, let's speculate for a second. You reckon the clear spheres are just part of that tech? So that there's not actually a sphere, maybe it's a it's like a shield or something or like that. Yeah. Or, or, or is or is it the, the anti gravity bubble? bubble yeah, yeah. Kind of electromagnetic field or something. Yeah, yeah, electromagnetic yeah, yeah. absolutely. Field. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So mm. is it just presenting that way? Yeah. In a, in a three dimensional existence, we see it as a bubble. Whereas, yeah. Whereas, I think you're probably right. It it, it is a three dimensional. Uh, sorry, um, an anti gravitational or mm. electromagnetic field. But yeah. I mean, fifty feet is what? That's what fifteen meters. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how that's close one of these guys that. Well, no, that's how close they. I think they're they're fifty feet big. Oh, from them, they? yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're they're fifty feet. They're fifteen meters uh, by fifteen meters, the square, yeah. right? But one of those F 18s got within fifteen meters of one, right? Like that yeah, was that's that's. That's a merge plot. That's, yeah. that's mm. impact. That's impact, yeah. right? Someone yeah. someone backed out of that. Do you know what I mean? Whoever's flying the cube backed, uh, backed out of that. You know, and I think the other thing we we, we can't dismiss either is that there, there was the there was fleets of the Tic Tacs. There has been diamond formation and fleets of these cubes. Right? This is incursion on our, on on isn't it isn't that one of Ryan Graves' stories? Yeah. The fleet. So yeah. like you see you see um on like his video or something, you see like a, a craft, but he's like, but what you don't see is the ones lined up mm. off to the side sort of thing mm. that we could see. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there was a is, fleet is off to the I side. Right no, 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 you're right. No, no, you're right. Yeah, you're definitely no, right. You're correct. Yeah. You're correct, yeah. Uh, you know. There's there's all different footage. Like I was watching, um, uh, it was an episode of Ancient Aliens last night, the latest um, episode, and it was all about this topic, you know, and all the footage. And there's there's new footage that I've never seen before. You know, we talk about the Tic Tacs, the Go Fast, the Gimbal. There was another video of one of these things going into the water that I haven't seen before. So, yeah, you know, we talk we talk about these, you know, the the thing around them. You know, maybe it's something that um, is used to, you know, bend the the gravity or whatever it is around it, so they can move at those speeds. And things, yeah. yeah, look, I, I do I do want to get to some anti gravity stuff. I think Neil has said that before. They are, um, they can pass through matter. These things, whatever they are, water, stone, it doesn't. It's it's no difference because anti gravity, and you know we did some really cool episodes about Otis Carr and I, don't, I haven't heard from Grub. I better get back in touch with Grub. However, um, anti gravity tech, yeah, transmedium. Thank you, Matt. Oh, Matt picked up on it, man. Thank you, brother. I couldn't think of what it was. Transmedium vehicles. Thank you, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. Can uh, we say trans? I, like uh, I still feel like it's a bit. You know. I don't, oh, <laughs> don't open that can of worms, man. Do not. <laughs> that's, 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 sort of that's it. There you go. Now we're definitely, <laughs> now we're definitely kicked off YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but what about, I mean, the other thing we need to take into account as Aussies as well is that our F-18 Super Hornets have the upgraded radar, right? Yeah. They have the same APG 79 or whatever it is radar. Um, Forget about our fucking Super Hornets. What about our F-35s? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, True. What, what, what are they, they saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Grush said that the F-35 is not a good ISR platform. I don't think they can get the data. Like, I think in an F-18, if they still run tapes or hard drives, like one of the things you do is turning your tapes, turning your hard drives at the end of a mission, whereas the F-35 is its own independent platform. But you're right. I mean, what, what are they seeing? 
and I think that's you know that again that's what Anthony and Grant have been working towards as far as from a from a bureaucracy standpoint here in Australia is that our pilots have got to be seeing stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm. you, you would you would think that they would be because every other pilots around the world are seeing stuff. Again, this you know it's you get that there's that meme. It's like how the aliens see um, uh, the world in in Hollywood. And it's just a, a you know the Earth in an ocean with America. You know what I mean? It's not. There, yeah. there, there is. A lot more countries that are involved with this. You know, the Spanish have got really interesting stuff. Don't think... Let's uh, not forget about Brazil. Brazil, yeah, Moment of Contact. If anyone hasn't seen Moment of Contact, see it. Pay the 15 bucks on YouTube and see it. It's worth it. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's long, but it's worth it. It um, is. And, pack a lunch. Yeah, pack a lunch, and you might do it in a couple <laughs> of sittings, but... And be ready to read some subtitles. However, that, that story is... is is as true as any of the more true or as true as the rest of them holds water and holds water like the fact that across that whole city like yeah everybody's got a story yeah yeah and there's a ufo on a pole at the the start of the city you know what i mean everyone's got a story and that's that was that was in the 90s man you know we discussed this last time we were talking about this we did we did yeah Yeah, i think um the other thing is too guys is that we need to now go back and like i said okay so the um i can't remember the town in brazil what it was but south america is true um westall you know what i mean grant lavac did some really valuable work down at victoria because that's where he's from at the westall incident site with those guys uh we need to now go back if that what if what grush graves and fravor is true all right and we're, and we're siding with that for tonight right obviously suspicious minds always open right um and all these Roswell is true. The Phoenix Lights, right? Mm. The, you know, the, all these major experiences that thousands and thousands and thousands of people saw over the years. That then a a, a directed misinformation, you know, distraction uh, was in place to distract from it. I mean, the Phoenix Lights was when. The, they said, oh, there's a massive crash, the Phoenix, the big triangle lights over Phoenix, and everybody's reporting. And then the next day, the governor turned up, and then some dude turned up dressed as an alien, alien. Like, yeah. in an alien suit, and then they all had a big laugh about it, yep. right? But thousands of people saw that, and actually one of those senators mentioned that. He goes, what about the Phoenix lights? Can you talk to me about that? And then Graves said, I can point you. What he, I actually wrote, he goes, I can give you a vector on that. I loved his terms because mm-hmm. he's like from the Air Force. Like he is all, <laughs> his terms are pretty cool. How, how he was speaking but we need yeah. to go back now over those big ones you know that, that are probably in the in oh here's the <clears throat> here it is I, yeah, I go back in history there. books there's there's the aliens book man i mean all the all the ones that are in here this is from the 90s we probably need i need to probably reread this like <laughs> i need a refresher yeah because yeah. it's probably true and you it's know like you know Let's theorize for a minute. What do what do we think any further release might be like? Do mm. we, do we think they might go back in time? All right, let's start at Roswell. Mm. You know, here's what we got. Here's what we don't have. Here's here's our story now. It's still going to be an official government story, mm. but it might be closer. There might Virginia, of, Virginia. Thank you, Fraser. Yeah, in, instead yeah. of zero percent truth, mm. we might get. 10, 15, 20%, 25%. Mm. Mm. One of the questions I liked in the congressional hearing is like, so how many years can we go back before we can just release the whole lot? 
Because I think that's a fair question, right? Because you well, know, there's maybe fifty years before things come, become unclassified, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then usually things are still redacted. Yeah, from redacted. Those yeah, that's right. Yeah, unclassified. It's just a big black sharpie through ninety-five like yeah. percent of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? The yeah, and yeah, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the only parts we can release. But it's released now, guys. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's a fair question. If this stuff is going to be released, can we just go? Where do we start? Yeah. Where do we start? Well, I think Roswell's a good place. It was yeah. Roswell. Well, the problem is Roswell is if Roswell's true, they do have bodies and have had bodies since the forties. Yeah. So from right. my understanding, I'm pretty sure a tip is meant to be going back through previous documents to try and bring up some yeah. sort of. Well, I mean, Rush, Rush said I can give you a vector on that. I can, you know, I mean, he, he said I can yeah. point you in a direction. Problem is though, Roswell, Roswell might be like fucking pyramids. There's been that much time, too much time to get rid of too many documents. There mm. might be giant gaps mm-hmm. between dots. Yeah. So maybe it's how better to start on more recent stuff. Yeah. How much data is left? Mm. How much has the water been muddied mm. that they can stir it around and mm. make it even worse? So mm. maybe start on the more recent ones. I don't know. Yeah. Just something. Give us something. Yeah. Give us something that's credible at least. You know, something yeah. really sort of open our eyes up and go, oh, okay, yeah, wow, okay, they do actually have something. Instead of these other stupid videos that are always in infrared, you know, or... I'll tell you what I don't want. out of focus or some crap. Don't give me something that we haven't already heard about. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't... Because we're yeah, all just going to go, oh, well, no one's fucking heard about that. You've just made that completely up off... Yeah, we need we need we need a reference. We need a story. reference point to something else. That's right. Yeah. Something that maybe... Um, well, let's do the Phoenix Lights. Yeah, that there's been you know? research done to... Yeah background investigative yeah. journalism that kind of thing actually speaking of recent events i picked up that on three different occasions they mentioned the chinese spy balloon and then twice they said and the two uap shoot downs yeah they let that slip mm-hmm. yep right so you want some recent stuff what did the f-22 because it was f-22s unless that the reality is the only fighter plane we've got in the world that had i would even have a, a percent of a chance against a something like that is an f-22 they did actually say, right? They did say the UOP sh- shoot down times two. They said that twice. They mentioned the spy balloon three times and they said that twice. I made a note of that because I, had, I wanted to mm. bring that it up. Out. That yeah. stood out to me because because that, that's one of our first lives, Anthony. So they're shooting down UAPs now. Remember that? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And the question and they raised... The missile. <laughs> yeah. They, the question they raised was, what did they shoot down with their $1.5 million worth of missiles that they used? Yeah. Oh. So they want answers for that. Mm. Oh, absolutely! I'll I, I mention it too. Like, why shoot down with a missile? Why don't just throw a couple of bullets into a balloon? It's eventually just going to fall down. We talked about that. Yeah, did they? Because they missed <laughs> the first catch one. It. Oh, they missed they the did, first one. Yeah, a hundred billion dollar plane, and they <laughs> missed a balloon. Yeah, from and that, that caused that massive train crash that caused the oil, whatever it was, to no, explode. We can't start. We can't start. We're not, not going to. We can't. No, do no. Listen, listen, man. The reality is. Food factories burn down, trains crash. It, it just happens, man. That's there's nothing. <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay? Nothing suspicious here. Nothing suspicious. No, it's all yeah, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, Alex. Just mm-hmm. deal with it, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I wanted to mention is that the um, the aggressive tactics that I that they did speak about, which was a little bit more detailed than I'd heard previously, how. One of the one of Graves' stories is that they're on a training mission. They approach the orb, an orb, and it, and that's because it, it was done with an iPhone or it was done with like a single photo. And the senator asked them, 
why didn't you, you know, you're in a multi-million dollar plane. Why didn't you engage video? Why didn't you engage tracking? Why didn't you, you know, da, da, da. And when, as soon as they approached this thing, it shut everything down. And then Fravor echoed that as well, that in the Tic Tac incident, that it interfered with their radar comms, it interfered with their communications. So these things, whatever they are, and I like one of the questions they said in the hearing was like, um, you know, did it interfere with your radar? Yes. Yes, it did. Could you have done anything about it if it turned hostile? No. And one of the senators go, well, I think we've got a problem then. It's like, yeah, yeah, we've got a problem. We're not crazy. We've been talking, telling you this stuff for years and they're in our skies. They've been in our skies for a long time. Exactly. It is an act of war, man. If you intentionally jam another craft, like that is reasonable engagement. You can engage at that start. What if it was a symptom, though, of being in the vicinity of the of the, craft? Of the electromagnetic or the anti-gravity yeah. field? Yeah, yeah, potentially. Just, just an idea. Like, what if it didn't actively jam? What if it's just because he got within a certain range, maybe? Mm. I don't know. I'm just putting well, it I out think there. Like, Fra- I, well, I think Graves said when he approached it, it happened, but Fravor said it, it, it was active jamming is what is, was the terms that Fravor used. Yes, but... Is the sun, does when he still doesn't understand it? when he doesn't understand the tech, yes. yeah. how could he make that comment? You know what I mean? Like that's it true. might just be his language. Yeah, that's true. It seemed it come up to him like it seemed like it was active jamming, mm. but maybe it was passive. Mm. Maybe it was just because he was there. Yeah, maybe he was just there. Yeah, maybe it happened because you know if we think about Bob Lazar for a minute and the way in which the you've got to tilt the um, like the amplifiers to sort of move a craft in a certain way. Maybe the craft was preparing to move in a certain direction, and that's why. And just in it, yeah. So it, it, it more yeah. of the field happened to point. I don't know. It's just thinking, possible. tossing yeah. out possibilities. Yeah, that's look, all. all things are possible. This is the whole point, especially when we understand nothing about any of it. Oh, we're fully anti gravity engineers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mag. Just yeah. wait for someone to go and find us to go and build our own UFO in the backyard. You know. Hey, listen, you give me the resources, I'll give it a crack. I've got Otis Carr's plans. Hey, don't don't laugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not laughing. Do you, do you want, do you want me, do, I can bring the blueprints. Do you, I can bring the blueprints up. Would you like to see them? I've got them. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd go, have a look. go down like the Jack Parsons route and just try and evoke a spirit in the Oh, desert. yeah. We, we're going to do, do the old Scientology one. We're just trying to bring in yeah, a Yeah, I'll get L. Ron Hubbard, Hubbard yeah. along. Yeah, bring in a, bring in a demon out, in, out of Joshua's tree somewhere. Which they actually did, which is pretty creepy. Uh, what the other thing? The other one that said, "What did oh, there was a question?" Is like, is the U.S. government currently housing ETs and blah 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 blah? And he goes, "I can't discuss this under this thing, but I could discuss it in a closed environment." Hmm. I don't know if anyone's watching um, the Samuel Jackson Marvel. <laughs> right? Is anyone watching that? What's that called nah, again? Yet, no. Yeah, uh, invasion. 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 That's literally about aliens that can morph into humans man like yep uh, i was actually talking as i say when some of the the, the american the scroll the scroll that's the one the scrolls uh and yeah that's what it's about the fact that we've been hiding um yeah secret invasion thanks man uh yeah and my, my wife said what are you doing that so i'm just watching it for research purposes <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes life imitates art yeah yeah just watching it for research purposes just picking up some picking up some ideas Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was prepping my kids the other day. We went back and watched Men in Black, the first one. Oh, I was going to think we need to watch Independence Day again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, did that yes. yeah, we, we did that too. Yeah, yeah. Above. yeah this is this is this isn't. Uh, we're not watching it. This is research now. Yeah. Maybe they've been trying to tell us. Exactly. You know, I was going to say that, like you know, 
through Hollywood. Oh. Mm. Since the 70s, Maybe. you know, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yep. Stargate, that's, for instance. Yeah. That's Stargate, just something yeah. I wanted to touch on before when we were talking about um, why now, how did how did the bipartisanship in Congress come about and stuff like that? And I felt like I felt like maybe there's there's obvious factions within the government, and I feel like the part that wants to keep it a secret or under wraps, who have skin in the game in that regard, mm. maybe they're finally the paradigm is shifting. Yeah. You know, the, the the numbers are shifting, hence why we can get this. Like, I'm looking on the, the positive side. Like, why is this happening? Instead of the misinformation side of things, I'm thinking, well, maybe down the positive route. Like we say, it start, it's, it's been going on for a long time um, with science fiction movies and stuff like that. But maybe that was a slow release. That was all they could sneak through to the keeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas now, it's it's been gathering dust. It's been... It's been snowballing, and the weight, the weight of power mm. is sort of shifting. Um, well, I think we got we got to thank Joe Rogan as well. What, what do you got mm. to say, Alex? I was just going to say there was a movie that got canned a few years ago, that, which is called Anunnaki. I don't know if you heard about that one, but it got shut down. Did it you know? really? Yeah, I don't. I, I just remember seeing something about it. There was a, a a poster that came out that said this movie is in production, and the next thing it comes in, it's shut down. So, well, we can't, I think they, that, they can't tell the story. Yeah. No, well, well, I don't know. I think that had something to, I think Dan Aykroyd was involved in that one. Could be wrong. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd's involved in a fair some of this stuff. He is, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's he's in the supernatural. Oh, he loves aliens. He loves aliens, he man. Yeah, well, that's that, yeah, that, that's You can't see it. Oh, yeah. the light. It's a little yeah. bit glowy. Crystal skull. <laughs> is that a is that an alcoholic? Yes. Crystal it, skull vodka. Yes. Yeah, it had it had vodka in it. Uh yeah. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Did. It, it, it did. did. It did. It did. It did. Actually, that, was that it was out of this world. <laughs> that's some low hanging fruit. When the marketing was happening, yeah, that's some low hanging fruit. That was good. Oh, I liked it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if it comes straight yeah, up? I like it. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's that Moonfall. I mean, Alex were talking about on the show that I just released about Moonfall, the Moonfall documentary, because, you mm. know, the moon's a bit of a weird thing as well. Uh, seems to be perfectly parked where it needs to be. Um, a lot of coincidences. Mm, and yes. I mean, do we? I wanted to sort of move into a bit of some of the weird stuff. Is there anything else? I'm just sort of looking through. Oh, let's. If we're just touching on movies for a second while you look at that, mm. there's another one, Iron Sky. Yes, that had a huge mm. like uh, Sumerian section in it with like the how things came about. I think it was I think because I think there was two of them. I think it had like steampunk Nazis in it as well, but yeah, and T Rexes yeah. and shit. But like, yeah, there was it was pretty fanciful, but there was a section I remember seeing a clip. It was about fifteen minutes long, and it was pretty much like Anki and Enlil yeah. sort of thing, like the that old school sort of setup, which I I liked. I was like, oh, and I looked in. That's the only reason I knew the name of the of the movie because I was like, what's this? But then I looked into it and it was. It was only that clip that was really yeah, set around that. So it would have been cool. I've actually asked that question. You know, we've done Noah. We've done all the, like, Christian stuff. Mm. We've done ancient Egypt. Like, where's the Sumerian stuff? Yeah, where's the Sumerian stuff? Give me stuff. some Anunnaki mm. stuff. Mm. Well, one of the um, – I don't want to fuel the Anunnaki, the fact that we're a slave race to, to mine gold. However, down here in Australia, Senator Gerard Rennick just asked a pretty simple question. Where is Australia's gold? 
because apparently we shipped it to uh, London, which is a good place for gold that belongs to Australia, um, in the mid-2000s. And no one knows where the gold is. No one knows where the gold is. Where's the gold? Right? It's classified. I can it's tell classified. you in a skin. Yeah, I could tell you in a skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you tonight, but I can tell you in a skiff, yeah. It's it's yeah. in the Vatican vault. <laughs> oh man, when you that's the new library of Alexandria. That is the new library yes, of Alexandria. That's right. That's really yeah. Someone really we need it we need access before it gets burnt down. And one of the stats actually I can see here that I didn't mention is that it was that guy from Tennessee. I wish I could remember his name. He said dad gum a few times. However, they do an audit on um, the Pentagon every year and then they fail it every year. They, they, they roughly lose a billion every year. I mean, where, where do you lose a billion dollars? Under the couch? Like, you know, you need to look under the chairs here in the refinery. Maybe there's a billion under here. Uh, and over 60% of the military assets are unaccounted for. How is that even possible? Right? I mean, when, you know, and I think the example that he uses, like if you spend $600 on eBay, uh, if you sell 600 on eBay these days, you get a phone call from the IRS. But the Pentagon can accidentally lose a billion every year. And, um, you know, but going back to Independence Day, it's like, how do they fund this? What, you think every hammer costs 50 grand? Do you think, you know what Well, I mean? that's what I was going to say, man. I think, I think if you just, like, extrapolate upon, like, any government contract here in Australia. Yeah, exactly. I can we, understand I, I how they lose We're, fucking billion dollars. Yeah, I know, I know. It's all in those long smokos and yeah. stuff like that. We were, at, we were out in the CSG field. That, there yeah, was, that's there, it, there was a few million lost there. For sure. 100%. Uh, Atlantis, Clinton, we've mentioned Atlantis. We haven't dedicated anything specifically to Atlantis. Uh, however, Atlantis is definitely in the pre-cataclysm picture for sure. Uh, we've, I, I think maybe we need to put a pin in a specific UTC on Atlantis, Azores, that sort of stuff. It's probably oh, sure what's he started? Oh dear! Sure have we, we, have we done one? The, the, the problem is, the are, problem is, know. Clinton. There's two hundred and eight episodes I, I, look, over I feel so many like, years. I feel man, like right? Atlantis has definitely been in conversations. Whether it's been a specific, a specific episode, no, I don't think it's been specific. But we've definitely discussed it. I mean, I, I side with the fact that um, the Azores was probably Atlantis, um, and there's there's a lot of evidence for that. And I'm not saying that the the eye and the Sahara and all that sort of stuff aren't something um but if we're dealing with an advanced civilization that existed all over the planet it wouldn't just have been atlantis as one hub uh however yeah there's even the stuff the archaeological stuff coming out of the azores is very interesting don't pull my string like that clinton we're talking about aliens man um well atlantis could be aliens you never know well they could be man and this is the thing are, are we talking about actually alex gave what, me a new term intraterrestrial right so there's really? ultra there's extra and there's intra terrestrial and the is that like dinosaurs is like dinosaurs don't start <laughs> the cerulean <laughs> hypothesis yes the dinosaurs that kind of thing well no alex you and alex need to talk about dinosaurs or maybe i should just step out and let alex and angus talk about dinosaurs however <laughs> um yeah i the whistleblower stuff i know someone said yeah two point they no, the american government is 2.3 trillion dollars in debt to the decepticons that's true um, if, well, who else? You know what I mean. But don't mention COVID, please. We don't need another bill from bloody YouTube going. We can't talk about that. But yeah. then, don't mention COVID. China buy a lot of. You just debt. mentioned it twice, you idiot. Oh, damn it! What am I doing? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm out. I'm out again. Didn't sorry, China guys. buy a lot of America's debt? 
Something along those lines. Can we? Let's not get into world economics. We're, 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 <laughs> we we can't. No. We can barely put two sentences together. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Got to clean your room first. Yeah, clean you. You want to change the world? Clean your room. Um, <laughs> Make your bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the whistleblower protection stuff is very, very uh, interesting as far as how far does that go, and are they actually going to hold that up? Obviously, Rush is a good example of that. One of the things that came out of the, the Corbell podcast that I heard today was like how we treat David Grush, we, we, we're saying he's credible for the moment, how we treat David Grush will depend on who else comes out. You know what I mean? If we treat, Yeah, 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 if he gets fair treatment. Yeah, if absolutely. he gets fair yeah, treatment, yep. that will then give confidence to other people to come out one of the and not only that i think also like i don't i don't feel like arrow itself would be enough of a bargaining chip that i'd you know i'd, I'd want to be a, a whistleblower um the way grush has done it the way a lot of people do it is like if you get in the media i yeah. it's like if i i'm not suicidal yeah if i yeah. double tap myself in the back of the head yeah. you know yeah. it was a hit yeah you know, Killery's probably onto it. And I think what one of the things that's going that will continue to fuel this disclosure, look, is is the humble influence that you know encounters down under and UTC have. Uh, however, also you know, I'm surprised. Actually, you know what I am surprised is Joe hasn't, Joe Rogan hasn't had anybody on recently. I wonder whether or not there's something big coming there. Waiting. Oh, yeah, so there would be. He wouldn't yeah. be taking that lightly. No, I'd, I'd, I'm just I'm waiting to see what Joe does because I mean that's another thing too. The, the biggest media platforms on the planet, realistically, are podcasts. Um, you know, I mean, we we worked out last year that the UTC is in the top five percent of podcasts um, globally, uh, and that is important, right? It's important that these shows happen, and that's why I wanted to push for this tonight, boys, because. You know these discussions move this forward, and I definitely will release the audio. Oh, sorry, hang on. That you missed the point in the two point three trillion dollar bill. Go, I had it. Yeah, yes, yes. They had one hundred and eighty days to disclose UFO info. Yeah, the, and this is this sort of lends to what Angus is saying. Let's not go with disinformation. Let's go with positivity. Maybe the 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 evidence is mounting because of the independent research and the the amount of footage that's coming out now, uh, what if the, the the tide is changing? It's like, hang on a minute, this is real? If it's real, then we need to know about it because I think what's also pissing the senators off is the fact that they've been had, like they've had billions and trillions of dollars taken from them. If you listen to the senators, they're like, so who's the departments, who's the corporations, how much taxpayer money has been wasted uh, or taken from legitimate projects to fund this stuff and then being held uh, in secret, you know what I mean. So I think there's there's a side to it. Um, oh, you yeah, know that's right because America's two hundred and fourteen trillion dollars in debt, aren't they? That's not two point three trillion. They're, what is the debt ceiling in America these days? I wonder. Um, I think it was two fourteen last time I looked. Depends on if you bomb the Pentagon. Yeah, and erase the records. Yes, yeah. <laughs> can you stop it? Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, hope you're not, I hope you're not referring to 9 11. Uh, yeah, he is referring he to 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no,
For, fortunately, fortunately, there is an episode on the UTC on 9-11, and I actually did that with the American boys, and I would actually, everyone needs to listen to that. Whatever your perspective is on 9-11, go back in the back catalogue for UTC, download the 9-11 episode, because it was profound, uh, to be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not on there. No, uh, no, Angus just, isn't there. Yeah. So it's just in case, yeah. <laughs> um so well let's hear from the from the listeners uh, is it did it, do you guys want to discuss anything else about the congressional hearing alex we'll start with you mate is there anything else you wanted to bring up about the hearing yeah look there was just one point that was towards the end um that i think it was mr ogles it was one of the because i made a list of all of the um the, the senators and you know everyone who was there. What's the um, Tennessee senator's name? How can you? I can't remember. It? I didn't. I look. I, I want to <laughs> say. Hang on a second. I want to say. Um, so Grothman was the chair. There was Mrs. Luna, uh, Birchett, maybe. Oh, you know, or, yeah, Birchett. That's him. Birchett. Could have been Birchett. Yeah, yeah. So he, oh, sorry, Mr. Ogles at the end um, made a point of saying that if the further investigation of this and um, any agencies try to block access to yes, Congress, the Holman, they'll, Holman, they'll, rule. Holman rule, they'll instigate yeah. that. Um, and what that allows amend amendments, appropriations to legislation that would reduce the salary or specifically fire federal employees or cut specific programs. So that's, you know, positive, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is that'd positive. Be, that'd be interesting to see what happens there, but, and, and yeah. that's and that's on that's on the public record too. They will enforce right. the Holman rule if yep. they are blocked again. Because that yep. Birchett, he, I watched another video with him today, and he's like, people don't have any idea about the uh, what we've been through to try and even get to the congressional hearing. Like they were denied skiffs, they were denied a room, they were denied this, denied that. There was blocks all the way, and they just kept pushing, which I think again lends to what Angus was saying that there's a there's a the, there's a faction that is growing and beginning to maybe outweigh the other faction uh, because the the people are behind it as well, right? And maybe there is some politicians out there still that are for the people. Um, uh -huh. I, I, I live in hope, however, I'm not sure. <laughs> you just yeah. hope. I just hope, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. So is there anything so, else you wanted to mention there, mate? Or? No, that was it for me. It's all good. Yeah. Yep. So now I'm not sure if you guys have um, kept up a little bit there. I sort of missed it the other day. I didn't get the chance to have a good read of it. Now Kirkpatrick, who you know, as you know, Sean Kirkpatrick is the head of Aero at the moment, mm -hmm. and he has responded to the hearing. He actually wrote Did a letter. He? Did he? Yes. Yeah. He's um, very de very defensive on it, actually. Yeah. Oh. Is he? Have we got it? I can try and read it for you if you like. I do have it here. I'll see if I can show the screen up. Uh, I'm gonna do a little. No mistakes here, guys. No mistakes. Oh, don't put the pressure on me. Jeez. All right. I just don't want to share the wrong window, you know, like if it might be something on there. Oh, oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. That's super readable. Yeah, I have, yeah, no, to, yeah, I'm, read I'm getting that. there. I'm going to see if I can try and zoom this in. So hang on, give me a minute, guys. Oh, there's a history. No. I just get with you smooth closer. Yeah, move closer. See <laughs> They're working. That's not. Why does that work? It's oh, doing oh, something. Okay. It's getting smaller. Oh. That's great. You, you How's that work? Good job. <laughs> I'm zooming and it's getting closer. Oh, hang on. How's that one working a bit? Yeah. Like... No. What, what are you doing? Uh it's well. Zooming is not working. No, everything's getting smaller though. So it looks How like. How's that work? It's right, zooming, like but like it's not 
technically getting bigger. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what's happening. Oh, look, I'll read it out. I'm sure you can sort of see that a little bit there. Yeah, that'll do. So can, it's, can you uh, read it out? Yep. I'll see how I go. Right, so Sean Kirkpatrick has applied to the uh, the recent hearings there. So he says, let me begin by saying that the following are my own personal observations and opinions, which do not necessarily represent official DOD or IC positions. Yesterday, the Subcommittee on National Security, the Border and Foreign Affairs held an open hearing on UAP during, with, uh, during which a government cover-up of extraterrestrials was alleged. I wholeheartedly applaud congressional efforts to get to the truth about what UAP are and the risks to both pilot safety and national security. I am also absolutely committed to transparency on both an historical mission and the uh, operational mission. Yeah, yes, yep. Anyway, as the director of Aero's amazingly talented, devoted, and highly motivated team, however, I cannot let yesterday's hearing pass without sharing how insulting it was to the officers of the Department of Defense and intelligence community who chose to join Aero. Many with not unreasonable anxieties about the career risks this would entail that have been working diligently, tirelessly, and often in the face of harassment and animosity to satisfy their congressional mandate mission. They are truth seekers, as am I, but you certainly would not get that impression from yesterday's hearing. Aero was established by law to investigate the allegations and assertions presented in yesterday's hearing, allegations by its witness, well, witnesses of retaliation to include physical assault and hints of murder are extraordinarily serious, which is why, uh, which is why law enforcement is a critical member of the Aero team, specifically to address and take swift action should anyone come forward with such claims. Yet, contrary to assertions made in the hearing, the central source of those allegations has refused to speak with Aero. Furthermore, some information reportedly provided to Congress has not been uh, has not been provided to Aero, raising additional question about the true commitment to transparency by some congressional elements. The subcommittee whose question and oversight duties are irreproachable and in genuinely need of answers has never asked Aero for an update on the reporting system, the historical review, the operation and the SNT strategy that Aero leads and is undertaking. A rational person watching the hearing might reasonably assume that both the witnesses and the members had an understanding of the department and the IC's progress since the establishment of Aero around this time last year only naturally leading them to conclude that Aero has been ineffective, non-transparent, and delinquently in the uh, in this legislation mission. Aero briefs the Defence and Intel Committees regularly, and since that last NDAA and uh, the Homeland Defence SNT and several other committees as well. Uh, I am deeply disappointed at the the. Uh, I'm, so, I'm deeply disappointed by the denigration of Aero's dedicated men and women hailing from the Department of Defense, intelligence community, and civil partners who are pouring their hearts out working with uh, working this issue on the, the behalf of the Congress. Aero has the authorities and resources necessary to execute this mission to meet congressional intent. And as we've stated before, Aero welcomes anyone with knowledge of any of these allegations or programs to talk to us in a safe, secure, and appropriately cleared environment Rest assured, Aero will follow the data where it leads. Finally, to uh, finally to be clear, Aero has yet to find any credible evidence to support the allegations of any reverse engineering program for non-human technology. Also, to be clear, none of the whistleblowers from yesterday's hearing ever worked at Aero or was ever a representative to Aero, contrary to the statements made in the testimony in the media. Ooh, so he's blowing David Grush out of the water. Okay. That's interesting. Pretty well. But I That's don't remember them claiming that they were part of Aero. So I think just the media's 
taking that on a walk. No, no, Grush was part of Arrow, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure that's what he no, said. He was part he was, of ATIP. He was part A-tip. of ATIP. But see, this is the thing. They, they, every year they change the bloody name of the program. You know what mm. I mean? So it's like, how do you keep up with it, right? If you look, actually go back into the how many different programs have been looking into this, it's numerous, you know? And I look, I wanted to be a little bit cheeky and go, do we need a violin there for um, old mate? You know what I mean? Because he, <laughs> he, he did, you know, he did, it was a little bit whingy. That I don't think because he wasn't called up in front, and because he already sat in front of Congress and said that they don't have anything. That's right. Um, So he can't back down from that. Yeah, he can't back down from that. He said, "Well, I mean, the thing is, it and this is the compartmentalization of this stuff, guys." And I didn't mean that was probably one of the points I didn't get to earlier. The compartmentalization of all this stuff and the different levels and the you know, the you know the 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 smoking guy in the back corner and you know old mate over here and old mate over there. And you go back to what Lazar said. It was all compartmentalised. You only got to see this part. You only got to see this part. Sean Kirkpatrick might be, he, he's probably telling the truth from his perspective, potentially. That's right. You know, uh, he may not have seen that evidence. However. Well, if, if Grush isn't using Arrow, then. It's a different then, evidence pool. Then Kirkpatrick. Yeah, that's where Lil is on as he come back into it. Mm. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. It's like he is telling the truth. He's like, we don't have anything mm. because no one's approached us because no one trusts us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's another thing too that's been sort of brought up too is have they been read or given the clearance to be able to investigate further into some of these things, which is a big mm. thing. Like, you know, if you don't have the, the clearance levels to go and start investigating where you want to be investigated, you're at a brick wall and you can't do anything. It's like, like yeah, you, so of you, course you, they're you, not going to be seeing any of this stuff. You which reach is, a security level clearance, which is so you also don't. a classic government tactic. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. You, yeah, we'll create the we'll create the whole thing, the department, mm. but we won't give them the appropriate clearance, mm. so they can't actually yeah. find anything. And look, yeah. I don't know. They did bring up, I think they did bring up the fact that he mentioned that they didn't have anything. Well, they they weren't that scathing of Arrow in the congressional hearing. I didn't think I'd. I'd that's why I sort of thought, oh, you know, does he need a bit of a violin? Do do we need a box of tissues from Mr. Kirkpatrick? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, look, Arrow wasn't isn't a front of mind thing no. to be talking about in terms of like what was said what in the was hearing. Said in the hearing, no, I wouldn't. It wasn't have said of that. interest, no. at all. Uh, zero apart, attention. Apart from the fact they mentioned that he said they had nothing, yeah. um, and then Grush said that he he asked to brief Kirkpatrick. I think is that's the only other thing that was said about. Arrow and he and oh Kirkpatrick yeah he did approach him like, yeah. yeah I remember him saying something yeah he Grush did approach him Arrow. and won nothing yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so that's where's that claim from his statement there saying that no one's approached yeah. him so that's a lot of mm. bullshit then again yeah. too mm. um but yeah it's 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 interesting stuff guys I mean how do you as I say it's it's unprecedented um and again I think we need to yeah, did, did, did do you guys want to mention anything else about the hearing? Because I wanted to, I wanted to go back a little bit. I wanted to go back in the past a little bit. That's right. You find we want to go back to. I just want to mention too, like you know, we we're talking about clearances and that. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure he just mentioned it before when I was reading that. I can't remember the bloody. I can't find where the phrase was now. But he said that they got clearance to investigate into this. Mm. I'm trying to find it now. Um, I wish I could find it now. I just there. But I'm pretty sure he said that like they have the. You know, the yeah, no, is that what you it. just recited to us then? He said they have got the clearance to look into it. Yeah, but then there's also people saying that he doesn't have the clearance or there's yeah, speculation. But, you know, I mean, there's top secrets here, Anthony, and then there's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And which, which gate are you allowed to go That's through, right. You know I mean? But I'm just, like, I'm just trying, again, like he's, the contradiction in his statement to what's being said otherwise, you know, that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Um, yeah, do you want to add anything there, Alex? Or did, did uh, anyone else, anyone from the listeners, want to us to expand on anything from the hearing? I think we've we've covered it pretty well, boys. Mm, I think so. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Resounding yes. Resounding silence. Yes. <laughs> um, so what I wanted again, we need to do a bit of a review and. Gillibrand is letting Kirkpatrick off the hook. It's weird. I look the comp- conspiracy mind in me tells me. I think someone said it before. Kirkpatrick's a shill, and I and yep. I, I maybe concur. I concur with that yep. because there's definitely two sides to this, and one side wants to let you know just deny, continue to deny, 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 deny. We don't have anything. We don't have anything. We don't have anything. Um, yeah, apart from the aliens they found in Virginia in 1996, you know. Um, I think I want to talk a little bit about the reverse engineering for a second because that was one of the big things that came out of the hearing and we haven't really spoken about that. And then it goes back to Bob Lazar, but it also goes back to, and I think one of the uh, awesome listeners said before, there's over 750 people that have come forward. It's not just those three. I think the the, the three that they want, there you go, that has over 750 witnesses, um, 2001 National Press Club, 2023 this year. Yeah, um, definitely. So, and the, but there's also disclosure disclosure projects thanks, happening. Mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, Nate. 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 Thanks, <laughs> Nate. Mate. Uh, mate, Nate. Mate, Nate. <laughs> um, again, it's not just America. We need to keep bringing back that around as well, right? There's, there's people pushing in every major country on the planet to try and get this stuff and what other people have. have let's pretend for a second, because, I mean, you know, one of the, the the initial notes that I wrote that I wanted to come back to was, um, that's work stuff, hang on a minute. Uh, have they figured out the tech is this Black Ops craft? So, I mean, you mentioned the TR-3B, okay? So that's a triangular black craft uh, that you can actually get the schematics for online. I'm pretty sure there's 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 stuff written about it. It is a legitimate design. Since 1989, when Lazar came out, I don't imagine they've stopped working on the tech. Uh, have they been able to reverse engineer some sort of anti-gravity technology? One of the things we said years ago here uh, was, I think when no, it was when Trump created the Space Force, I think I said in the refinery, here one night that one day we do you know tomorrow we'll wake up and there'll be a fleet of spaceships and helicarriers from the marvel movies you know what i mean and they're just going to say oh yeah we created the space force and all these things are these have been around you know what i mean uh yeah and it's just going to happen like that um because is there i'll put it to you boys what percentage of these sightings these now these sightings that are continually to happening do you think are drones? Do you think are reverse engineered? Do you think are advanced tech, whether it be alloys or or not alloys? Um, we'll start here in the refinery. What do you reckon, man? Yes, this is where I was going to go back to my critical sort of mind. You know, um, what are people actually seeing? You know, mm. that's my biggest question. And I've always asked them. Like people go, oh, you know, look, people are seeing things everywhere now. You know, so many more sightings and reporting of sightings of UFOs, and that. it's like, well. Are they understanding what they are they are seeing? You know that sort of concept. Like you know, people are still saying sailings and uh, aliens going across, or you know, you've got Venus in the evening sky, or ISS goes over, or a lens flare for 
Pete's sake, you know. People aren't understanding. They're not. Pete's sake, we've said fuck like twenty times. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking trying to keep it cheap, PG, you know. Cheese and biscuits. Yeah. To back up something that you're saying there, Anthony, I actually had a, a moment the other the other day, like maybe a month ago. Um where where we point, Michelle. where we're situated, um the planes that fly into Amberley sort of fly mm. directly from the west towards us. Yep. So I see I see the planes front on a lot. Um and all, most of our planes are all like dark gray. So there was one day when this silver like 747 was coming straight towards me. And on a certain angle, I had to stare at it for like 20 seconds until it changed enough angle in the air that I could be like, oh no, that is a plane. Mm. Because mm. the jets are facing away from me. So it sounds silent. The um, And the reflections coming off the front of the plane. So it was just this bright reflection in broad daylight. And I'm thinking, what the hell is that? And it it appeared, the way the light was reflecting, it appeared like it was hovering. Mm. But it wasn't until I, I waited that it got closer and I could it slightly changed angle because it was then landing over there that I was like, oh, no, it's not. So if you were driving in a car and you exactly. saw that perspective yeah. and you only saw it for five seconds, 100% you'd think, what is that hovering? Mm. It was definitely, and it right. disappears behind a tree or something because you're moving. That's Whereas right. I had the benefit of being still and being able to take the time to look at it. But I definitely had a moment where I was like, Oh, you would. That's oh, naturally. And that, that. that's what I'm seeing yeah. a lot of. And I, I know it brings up a lot too. Like people are mistaking a lot of stuff. Like, but it seems like critical analysis from people's understanding of what's around you is seem to be going out the window. People are too quick to chill, jump on the, oh, I saw a UFO sort of thing, you know, like, which is great. Like, I'd love for people to be able to see a UFO, but. They're not keeping things critical enough in their own heads. They're going sort of like trying some some rationalize what they might be seeing. And my question though is though, with that, is it and look, I'm not I'm not picking on you, Anthony, but I I, I think some of the things you're overly critical. Like I think there's there's been some pretty tater tates on the UFO page where from my critical eye. I think there's some of the stuff that was spotted in North Queensland that was posted on the page earlier this year. I think that was pretty bloody credible. But everyone's like, no, it's a reflection of a lens fair over this, over that. Is you know, it's all fucking swamp gas and weather balloons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think there's a conditioning that is that because we've been told it's bullshit for so long, maybe there is actually part of a conditioning there where we, whilst we are all believers here, you got a big UFO hovering over your head, mate. However, um it's uh it's are we overly critical right like that's why i started with the enchantment you know that's what, what i was saying last time too like i oh, know I'm, I'm i'm overcritical on stuff and i admit to that um i've been damaged and you know from seeing too much shit on social media where people well, are just don't get me wrong because, yeah, I, 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 I remember there was a number three balloon i remember there was a number three silver helium balloon that everyone got excited about and i was like oh mm. look, that's not <laughs> you could actually see that it was a oh well every yeah. kid balloon that escaped from a party you know what i mean speaking about being overly critical every time i see an iphone from a plane and there's a, a possible ufo but it's going in the opposite direction to the plane it's like I'm oh, sorry, but that needs stuff, yeah. to move. Yeah, it needs to like move in another direction. Like it just holds its holds its place. Yeah, because it's you're like, in a plane doing 700 k's that, an hour. Yeah. That's that could be a balloon. Mm. I'm sorry, without it moving, it mm. could be anything. 
anything just floating there mm-hmm. and it seems as though it's moving because you're in a plane moving but on the flip side of that side. the key characteristic to the tic tacs and everything else is the fact that they can stop and then yeah. get yeah. ding 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 you know what i mean so but that's what i'm looking for the ding 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 yeah the stopping. did it turn on yeah did, did it, it turn 90 did it that's turn right <laughs> yeah. dick touches of what see, the other thing is too like people will go on like you know they'll record something everyone gets but it'll only go for about 30 seconds yeah, and then they go, they go. Oh, that's my UFO, and it's like, well, what happened to the rest of the whole data behind yeah. that? You know, what, what's the scenario behind? What did you sit there and watch it for an extra hour and try and figure out what it was behind that? Like, all you get mm. is like, oh yeah, I took a video. It's this is what happened here and there, blah 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 blah. Yep, all good. And it's like, mm. okay, but what about the, the rest? You know, like like how we got mm. the Tic Tac footage. Where's the rest of that footage? Yeah, mm. but anyway, when you that's my attention. But when you edit things down, it leaves everyone to think what happened after that. Yeah. Did you edit mm. that down? Because that's the part that makes it look like a UFO. Mm. And then five five seconds past where that video ends, it turns and you can see the red and green lights flashing on it or something, you know, yeah, yeah. that kind of jazz. Mm. It's like, oh, you've got to edit it to make it look good. The other thing, can we, that's right. Can we just before we go too far, Chris said something cool before about weaponizing. Like, why, why have we not seen any more of the tech or something? Are we mm. able to scroll back up? A lot of the stuff we no, want to know these. I uh, want to know they're not telling us because they're trying to be the... Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. There's definitely... I think there's definitely a race between the major powers to try and perfect well, anti-gravity tech first. I just first. To expand yeah. upon that yeah, a little bit on, as well. Too. Like, weaponizing the S, that's definitely mm. a, a really good one. But also monetizing. Mm. you got to look at where, like, aeronautics has been for the last... Well, since 1903, when the Wright brothers sort of invented the plane mm. off Leonardo's bloody drawings, mm. um, we went f- into propeller propulsion with a with a gasoline engine into jet propulsion, mm. still using fossil fuels. Mm. We've got to think about the monetization. If we if we we could have completely skipped the ability for those massive corporations to, to make, make all trillions. the money that they've made trillions. off of yeah. those inventions, absolutely. Because let's not forget, prior to 1947, we were already investigating anti-gravitic technology. Yeah, that's what Tesla I wanted, that's was already I looking into anti-gravitic yeah, technology. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the late 1800s, mm-hmm. early 1900s, mm-hmm. we're already looking into that space. Mm-hmm. So what if prior to reverse engineering, our, our greatest minds are already sort of breaking well, through? I think, I think Tesla said something along the lines of he was just missing the, like the energy, the motor, the drive, there's a way to energize the system, sort of thing. But mathematically, he'd he'd he worked already it, figured out. it out. Yeah, and then in like nine was it nineteen twenty something? He just wrote in his journal, "I figured it out." Didn't actually say how he figured it yeah, out. Yeah, it was like in a memoir. He was in a memoir. Yeah, those lines. Now, I didn't have the fuel source bill or the energy source, but I figured that out and he just left <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, super vague. Yeah, but the the original question was, what part? Of do you think is drones or reverse engineering now? Do you think they've they've reached a level of reverse engineering and they're not sharing it with us so they can still make money out of their jet fuel? Yeah, well, my question is how much needs to be reverse engineering, or is that another faction on top of the factions that already exist? Could be. So because either with our with our own anti-gravitic uh research that was happening prior to 1947 mm-hmm. the possible first captured craft mm-hmm. you know the roswell sort of incident 
had we already hit something or did it die a natural death because no one just got any further mm. is it, like there's two possibilities there it could have we either had success and it went quiet it got compartmentalized or we didn't have success so then it would would then go on to the reverse engineering stuff mm. the captured craft okay we've got a little bit further along well, we need to go back Let's, to the nazi bell now as well that's mm. another thing exactly right what what did the nazis find what tech did they have because mm. they were they're as compartmentalized as anybody else absolutely they are. you know what i mean yeah. they, they were all working off in their own little tangents mm -hmm. um so yeah it's like what was what was reverse engineered what did we come up with what's out there mm. what's going to get trickle fed down to us like like flat screen TVs, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I think. Have we exhausted yeah. the fossil fuel tech? Michelle's pretty sure we are watching move? from our devices, which probably came from reverse engineering. There is that. There is that. I mean, liquid crystal displays. How much? If there is a reverse engineering program, how much has trickled down into the modern world? Because you know, because we're all old bastards now. We have watched technology. We we all used a rotary phone when we were children, right? So we've watched technology and particularly this type of technology just accelerate right and in an unbelievable uh fashion uh oh 1980s 1897 aurora texas was the first found craft with bodies i need to know more about that i don't know enough about that one uh expand fraser in the chat if you can uh however you know what about you alex what do you think as far as what's um Look, I'm going to say it's probably a bit of a 50-50. Um, you know, I look if, if we do have craft and we have reverse engineered them, then yes, they're probably testing them and they have been for a long time and they're, you know, changing them, they're evolving, you know, they're making new models, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and look, there's, there's a whole bunch of tangents that I could go off into as to why they're not releasing it or, you know, why they're not talking about it, you know, and it comes down to, you know, money and, power and control and whatever else um but look you know look i've look, i've seen stuff I've, I've seen some stuff that i can't explain you know in the last few years and um i've had some interesting experiences throughout my life as well but um you know from that you perspective you can't you can't just brush over that what, no no, no I'll, I'll come back to it <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're not we're not finishing the show until you do okay. it okay Cool, yeah, that's exactly. fine. So, so a couple of years ago, like I, yeah, and, and I, I'm not going to, I'll just say in the last three years, um, you know, I've, I've seen quite a lot of things, you know, that I can't really explain, you know, lights and, and things. And, you know, the, the most, the one that stood out the most for me is, you know, I'm, I'm watching this, you know, what I thought was a satellite travel across the sky, it stops and goes back the other direction. So no plane does that, you know, and I'm talking about like stop, go back straight away. Like there was no way it was a plane and it didn't do a turnaround and come back again it stopped and kept going so that's that's probably the the one that made me really think about a lot of things um you know and i've seen a whole bunch of other things as well you know as i said just lights and things traveling in um formation across the sky you know two three lights at a time that are too big to be a satellite you know like i know how big the the iss is and and you know the the hubble and all the other things that you can see in the sky i've got an app on my phone that tells you where they are mm -hmm. um but like when, when you check them and they're not there you're sort of thinking well what are they they're too big to be a, a rocket body that you know they're all yeah. different i mean they what could be closer yeah exactly what is it um and it, and it leaves that question open as to you know I, look i look at things from 
from a you know a balanced perspective is that I'm not 100% convinced that it's it's what it, you know it's a UFO or UAP, but I'm not dismissing that as well. I, th I think that you know you need to keep that open mind about it. Um, but with regard to the you know whether they're you know are they from another world, another dimension, whatever, possibly I think we probably have that happening but i do also think that we do have reverse engineer craft and they are testing them you know they are um seeing what their what their capabilities are you know and they're you've got to also think as well that um we you know we someone alluded to it you know we don't have the fuel source or the propulsion mechanisms to um um to make them work yeah. correctly you know and like there was that uh, was it element 115 that bob lazar yeah. talked about you know that's in very very short supply if it if at all you know um but the the other perspective is you know you've got fuel companies and and energy providers and all these people that are making billions of dollars off their sales and if this technology comes into the forefront they lose all their money so they're yeah. probably pushing back very very hard to stop this stuff from coming forward of course, I mean, there's the Bendor motor as well that um, that Randall Carlson's been pushing and he even supposedly mm. went on the JRE and Joe's never released the episode. And that was supposedly a, a free energy motor that you could attach to an internal combustion motor that would basically render the, you know, the battery-powered cars, lithium, everything. It's hot. It's, it's, it's over if that motor is actually real. And But that, the Bendel motor was theoretically designed on a motor based on sacred geometry and ancient designs from the past right mm -hmm. and you know when we talk about the past the the um you talk about the vimana shastra right i mean that when we when we looked into that in those forbidden secrets that's a flight manual man you know what i mean like when we read that it's like someone just found the flight manual right that is a technical that's like a pilot's manual you would give to a pilot for them to read before they piloted whatever those vimanas actually were um you know and you and tacking on what angus was saying too i think everything like 1929 to 1939 so much happened in that 10-year period prior to world war ii as far as research is concerned i mean down here in australia that's when australia stonehenge was found and surveyed um you know, there, there was so many things that happened in that 10-year period that by 1945, the victor writes the story, man, right? So all the education that we have in our schools these days, everything is post-1945. That was designed, built and done after World War II and the victor writes the story, right? So, you know, I, I, I said that, to, you know, I said it to, to Kathy today, I think. I'd love to spend time in the National Library just focusing on whatever um, papers and everything else like that were released in that period, 1929 to 1939, because after 1945, it no longer mattered because World War II happened. Um, and, you know, you can't discount the Foo Fighters. I mean, this is where this actually all started. It's not Roswell, right? It's, it's the Foo Fighters. You know, they, they they were fighting lights in the sky in World War II and their bombers and stuff like that. Like there's all these incidents where, you know, people are firing on things. And I think there was even like a, there was a thing where it's, it's not us, it's not us. You know what I mean? Like we're not, you stop firing at us. What's the lights in the sky on us? There's all these stories out of World War II. Uh, and then obviously the the atomic weapons, you know, that's that's the, 
that's the big thing. They, these things are reconnaissing, uh, um, doing reconnaissance on nuclear and military facilities. This is what's happening. That's there's how many ever many stories about that. Mm. Um, but I think the, and I, I don't mean to like one of the the coolest episode, one of the coolest few episodes that me and Angus ever did was the Otis Car stuff. Um, and we did a deep dive on Otis Car, and with Grub as well. With Grub was on that as well. And I think that Otis Carr, who was a protege of Nikola Tesla before he died, he took Tesla's blueprints and his his information, which is how his blueprints were done. And I'm, I don't know, at the end of that, I'm pretty sure, and we still agree that I think Otis Carr built a UFO. You know what I mean? I think he did. I think he did. And then they stole it. And like the story of Otis Carr is so crazy because no one really knows a lot about it. Um so that if you want to, as far as any gravitic technology and where that started, but the other thing is too with anti gravity stuff and anti anti matter vehicles, is up until nineteen fifty four, I think it is, and uh, Otis Car was fifty seven, fifty eight, fifty nine, I think, but up until nineteen fifty four, the next big thing in transportation was anti gravity. And you can go back and find news articles about it and, you know, the World's Fair. And actually, like, I think they were trying to display something like Howard Stark did in the Marvel movies. That actually happened back then, right? They were trying to show electromagnetic anti-gravitic technology and they thought it was the next big thing. And then all of a sudden, nothing in the mid-50s. Yeah, look, Randall Carlson is... More Randall than you can handle. Uh, he his, his voice is a lot, and you, you you can't take him in massive doses. But I I'm definitely a student of Randall, and uh, he's his ability to look at things critically and stuff like that. Uh, I side with Randall on 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 a fair fair of things. While we're talking about JRE guests, let's put Eric Weinstein in there as well. Yeah, Eric Weinstein. Yep. Yeah, yep. he seems pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'd be a bit better than the panel that's been presented to you tonight. <laughs> Straight up sophomaniacs. Yeah, so yeah, yeah we're, we're just a bunch of sophomaniacs, which is for, for those that don't know, that's someone who has the delusion that they're intelligent. Um, and I think, boys, you know, the anti gravity, the anti, we again, this just didn't happen now. For those that are late to the party, this just didn't happen now. This has been going on anti gravity in, investigation. Uh, everything has been going on for a long time, and it's mm. the what this hearing did is it brought it into the light for the larger population, regardless of whether it's a distraction or whatever it is. It moved the conversation forward in a way that has never been done before, and I think that's that's where I want to. The positive side of me, the non-conspiratorial side of me. I felt pretty cool about that. I thought it was really awesome that it happened. Um, and there was definitely vilification and justification. And I did actually think about some of the guests that Anthony's had on his awesome show, right? Those people must feel a sense of relief and a sense of, you know, understanding. You know, I think it's, um, yeah, it's very cool, boys. But we're two hours in, fellas. I don't know. Do you want to do, do some closing statements and we might wrap it up for this evening? I don't know what... Unless you want, because I mean, we could go into dimension, we could go spiritual, but I, I don't know whether I think we might have. Maybe we put a pen in that and we come back. Um, yeah. 
because yeah, I'm I'm nearly done. I don't know about you, boys. Yeah. Well, I've got a bit more to go on, go on to. Um, now I'm not sure if it was oh, yeah. before or a little bit after Grush's Ross's um, interview with Ross. Mm-hmm. Now I'm pretty sure uh, it was the DAD or Biden might have done or something. There, he's put a amendment out there for any companies or personnel that have claimed to have uh, non-human material or technologies or something like that to come forward and represent it or present it. Um, I can't remember. I can't find the article for some stupid reason. It's gone missing. But it's. Um, I'm hoping you might know, Alex, if you're, or someone in the comments has seen it somewhere. But I anyway, it looks, but anyway, there's something there where they got someone's like they're offering people to bring their technology and their material in. Now, mm. if you, I don't know if you watched the second documentary that Ross Coulter did, I can't remember what he actually called it there, but um, he had that that brown metal sphere. Yeah. And it was meant to be getting tested um, from uh, what's that uh, that brain guy's name? I can't remember what his name is now. The brain uh, guy. Yeah, he's a real smart guy, but I think he's like a. I'm not Jacques Vallée in his stuff because no, Jacques, no, no, Jacques no. Vallée had technology as well that he was supposedly going to be get tested. That was one because that was the um, what was the Blink One Eight Two dude? The pathway to the stars or whatever the hell it is. That yeah. Yeah, Tom DeLong and the um, yeah. to the stars. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to. Yeah, they're supposed to have something as well. Gary so, Nolan, um, there he is. Gary Nolan, yeah. thank you. Um, yep. So yeah, Gary Nolan. He's um, was meant to be doing tests on it. So where is that information? Like, what's being presented there? I, yeah, like you mentioned too. Like with um, to the stars academy, they they claim to have material as well. Yeah, that so was their where big is all this? They were going to bring it all out, and they never did. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So where is all this sort of crap? Like we're still we're getting all these promises, but nothing back from then. Of like yeah. any follow through. Mm, mm, mm. Unfortunately, I think the people, even the people, uh, what, what's the word? Even the people who are like presenting the stuff that we want to hear, like the the George Knapps, the Jeremy Corbells, the uh, Tom DeLongs, they all still want to monetize things. Mm. So oh, they yeah, want to, yeah, absolutely. They want to trickle release things. There's yes. this part first. They don't want to just drop a boom, there you go. That's mm. everything. No, no. You've got to get your clicks out of it. You've got yeah, to get your clicks. Mm. You've got to get your um, come back next week and we'll have more. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're cliffhangers. Yeah. That's it. They've got to keep <laughs> dropping cliffhangers. That's kind of it's kind of what Grush's like whole. I can't. Re- I can't state it here in the public. I know, isn't I, it? Yeah, I, that's kind of the cliffhanger. <gasps> What's he saying in in private? When will that get released? You know, that's it, it keeps yeah. you tagging along. Mm. So yeah. unfortunately, that's another thing I was going to bring up too. Like, um, yeah, I think it was in Ross's interview as well, where Grush has mentioned that he wants to start up a um, uh, something. You know, uh, an organization to sort of like into uh, uh, investigating deeper into this, or you know, something like. And to me, this all like it sounded like a, a to the stars academy thing. There, where it's just a big money grab. And so, like, mm. I really hope he's not going for a money grab on this. Otherwise, if he mm. if he does that, it takes like all credibility from him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The same with Ryan Graves. Like he's talking about creating a um, a way for you know people to report without fear of you know blowback or anything like that. And and because I think they were talking about um, you know that like people pilots were receiving cease and desist orders um, if they. Mm. Um, disclosed anything, you know. So he's trying to create that um, that avenue for people to report these things without having any problems. But you know, does that also lend to that? You know, are we just trying to make money out of that 
you know, and same with Stephen Greer and all the other people, you know. I mean, Bob Lazar seems to be the only credible one because he hasn't made any money out of it that yeah. I'm aware of. And it's weird um, because no one no one believes Bob, but Bob's the only one that hasn't made any money. Exactly out of it. right. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. It's like he's yeah. the only one that hasn't done it. And, yeah. and he's he's the one who kind of info dropped us mm. with the co- with the most. He just went here. Stuff. This is what I know. This Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It seems to be like that, you know, that media driven side of things. Like, you know, I've seen how the internals of, you know, television and things work through a variety of different ways. But, you know, it's always that, you know, we've got to make this work. You know, we'll we'll do it this way slightly different so that we get more views and more, um, you know, credibility and, and more following and so on. Um, and, yeah, like you were saying, that cliffhanger, let, let's see what happens next week. Let's bring it back. Um yeah, it's, uh, I hate to say it, but I think a lot of it is money driven and media driven. So mm. it definitely appears that way. Well, I don't know why, mm. why it needs to be. Well, and like Joe says, there, she said uh, she's heard six months to a year. But what is that? Is that the start mm. or? Yeah, the but I've heard six months to a year for three years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah well, that, that's that's been Jeremy and George mm. Napper been sort of trickling mm. us. Oh, you got to hold on, it's coming. Jacques Fillet, yeah. the same thing. Well, I don't know how many times he said in that podcast I listened to today, we know something that you don't know. I know. Ross does the same thing too. It's like, we we know that you know, I know that you know that you know that I know. And that's the trickle fee. That's the cliffhanger. Keep you coming back for more. Pay pay for that paywall to get to Mm. whoever's content we have to get to. Mm. Because as they they develop uh, their their subscribers, Mm. you know, like I'll keep dropping this. And tell you there's more later until my subscribers get to a million and I get that gold plaque or that yeah. platinum plaque from YouTube, mm. then I'll release the next tidbit. Yeah, yeah. And mm. if we get to 50,000 likes, I'll do the next one. Mm. It's yeah, sad. Get that, listeners. I know something you don't know. So um, you make sure you share. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send me money, you know. <laughs> That's how it's yeah. done, boys. That's why yeah. we're oh, not yeah. more successful. I've got something to tell you, but I can't tell you. It's yeah, yeah. Just not tagging yeah. people. Yeah, he, he, here we are just trying to be honest Aussie blokes having honest conversations. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you guys off air what I know, all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah behind closed doors. That's right. We'll go to meet in a skiff, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, unfortunately, it's just part of our modern society. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, mm. it's a shame, really. Well, boys, yeah. what do you reckon? Who who? And there, well, Alex, you got anything more you want to sort of like add to it, mate? Yeah, we we'll just do a final, fin- do a final statement. We'll start with Alex. Yeah, look, I think uh, exactly I, right, Joe. It's classified, can't? Yeah, I mean, what <laughs> I, I would, tell you what I, <laughs> what I was, my question was, where does this go from here? You know, what, um, you know, like obviously the, you know, talking about the Senate committee and and the hearing is that you know they the senators seem to be generally interested in the information mm. that was being put forward. Um, but the question is, you know, are they going to look further into it? Are they actually going to follow through with what they've said, you know, or are they just going to brush it off and say, oh, you know, we, yeah, we looked at it, but nothing came of it? Because um, you just never know, you know, whether they're just asking the questions genuinely or are they actually asking it because they've been sort of poked and said, hey, ask these questions and look, look concerned. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah 100%, yeah. 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 But um I mean the other thing too is and I I won't sort of go too much into this but um something that Ross Coulthard pointed out in his um his report and now that other thing that you sent me the other day Triffin, yeah. was um 
you know, like there's um, there's laws and things that are in place to, you know, ensure that this information comes out in a certain way and that a lot of people are probably shitting bricks at the moment because if this does come out, you know, there's there's laws that have been broken. There's people that are going to go to jail and, and um, yeah, it's going to change the whole system if, it, if it's true and if it comes out in a certain way. Um, so I think a lot of people are probably, you know, either in panic mode and they're sort of saying, no, no, we'll push back as much as we possibly can. Um, you know, because they're just afraid of what's going to happen. And it's going to change the whole dynamic. You know, the whole world will change, change if this comes out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. No, well said, mate. Well said. Mm. Uh, what about you, Angus? Huh? What? The final statement. <laughs> I just like, um, <laughs> like Tardo Triple Six's uh, name. Um, but I think the toothpaste is out of the bottle. Mm. Um, there's no going back. We can't unsay what what has been said, um, and it's it is whether it's for money or not. There's it's a giant cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. We're all waiting for what's what's going to happen, and I think we all know some stuff is going to happen. So mm-hmm. you know, I've got my bullshit meter ready. I'm ready to troll through the crap and see what see what sticks and what doesn't. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So so yeah, look, it's it's exciting times, and it's um it's a fun story to watch. You know, Yellowstone's finished for this time being. So let's <laughs> let's get on to the congressional stuff. <laughs> oh, it's a hot meal account. Hot, hot meal mail. account, Tardo triple six, eh? Wow. Is that from like 90. the late 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta be. I love it. <laughs> I wish I still had mine. Yeah. I still got mine. You still got two. Of course yours. you do. I still got it, yeah. So you going, <laughs> you going, are, you going, are you going last or am I going last? What are we doing? There you go, right? You go, you go. Uh, yeah, look, awesome show, guys. I think, look, there's so many other layers to this that we didn't get to tonight, but I really wanted to just focus on the hearing and the importance of that. Where to from here is very interesting. The The ripple effect that it's going to have, I think there's a vast majority of the population, you know, like one of the guys said just there, it's um, social media and, you know, shows like tonight, Uh, And look, thank you again. I really enjoy these lives. Thank you very much for everybody chipping in and asking questions. It makes it very cool. It's very interactive. So I I always really enjoy doing these uh, because of that aspect of it. Um, And I think where to from here? I think something's going to happen. It it seems like, as I say, the the horse is out of the barn, the toothpaste out of the tube, you know, the cat's out of the yard or whatever, you know what I mean, whatever it is. And there's enough... I think the percent there's a there's a there's us old hands that are pretty jaded. However, I think that congressional hearing created a lot of new interest uh, that is going to continue to propel this forward. And I think the old guard that I thought was going to push back over the last week hasn't really, which I which tells me that they're probably of the same opinion that we are. Right? It's like suspicious yet surprised that they went to the level they went through in the hearing i think um yeah thanks again man i really uh this was cool guys we need to we do this again for sure yeah absolutely it's awesome yeah like you're saying it's great having the people coming in there getting the comments there chatting away and bringing out the questions that yeah look we we really appreciate so um but yeah for my sort of final thoughts is like my my biggest hate on all this is like why well my suspicion is why is america controlling the whole aspect of ufos and uop release you mm. know for what for instance like you know we mentioned before like australia still hasn't gone on board with it 
the UK hasn't mentioned anything about it. I think they well, might have a bit of a... Grant Levac said the five eyes, they have been read in, but they That's haven't right. released anything to their public. So it's not that they haven't right. been read in. And I, that, that, I should have pointed that out before too. I think since that hearing, one of the things that Corbell said is that the Congress and those senators know more now than they did then, right? So they've probably seen stuff that we haven't seen already. They might have seen radar or like satellite so. data or something like that. Oh, you would hope so. Yeah. 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 But still, like, there's not an excuse why Australia, UK, Canada, well, I know Canada's starting to get on board. They come up with a bit of their stuff. Mm. Um, Brazil for other reasons. Well, but there's still uh, hundreds of other countries there that could be coming out with releasing some sort of information that they know about. So mm. why is there a, a stamp on this whole thing where the US is controlling it? And that's my frustration here. Like, you got something to say. I guess go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> The because they're the leaders of the Western Hemisphere, <laughs> yeah. we're all in their shadow. They are, they yeah, are. We're, the all I know. Their, we're all on their team, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. We're but you still got China, you got Russia, they could be coming out with a guy on what they know for all like you know, there's so other countries true. there. There could have been a put, yes, there could have been a pushback there, but also what has what has been said, but we're just not getting, yeah, we just don't know. We only see. Yeah see the world through a lens of propaganda mm. from from our western from our mm. western hemisphere mm. like it's 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 great having things like tiktok and that made by china because at least then some crap does get through but <laughs> then you still got to hit it with a filter mm. about you know because it's still just a social media clip mm. so yeah but i mean what is what is information these days that's you know right. what do you trust one percent rule yeah. boys one percent that's rule. it that's it mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. and like, like there has been other countries that have sort of mentioned or released some sort of form of information, but also we can't read it because it's not in English. But they have mentioned something, but it didn't get the headlines like you know we get with Americans. Well, so, the congressional yeah, hearing didn't get the bloody headlines either. Man. No, no, no see exactly. Yeah, you know. So that's because my we'll, frustration on this whole thing. Well, well, Black, well BlackRock, BlackRock, and Vanguard own the media companies, which own Boeing, which own Lockheed, which own this, which own that, which own the UFOs, boys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yep. <laughs> And they're the well, they also own the refineries that make the oil that you know what I mean. That uh, the dinosaur juice, and then around and around we go, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the other thought, frustrating thing is, too, like, okay, yeah, social media is great for releasing information, but it's also great for leading disinformation or fake yeah. content. So, which is yeah. makes it even harder to believe what is mm -hmm. real and what's not. Like, oh, remaining, uh, remaining critical and objective is difficult for sure because you, you yeah. don't know what's real, yeah, absolutely. I agree, mm -hmm. yeah. But um, otherwise, yeah. Look, um, I think it's going to be interesting man to see in the bear find suit. out what's going on. Yeah, man in the bear suit. It's a Yowie suit. Thank you. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well, boys. Thank you very much. Hey, eh? this was this was everything I thought it would be. Um, yeah, I, I, I need to get. I'm got to remind me how to get access to the audio for this, please, Anthony, and I'll release it on my show. Oh, as well. fine. I got to do it. Right. I'll wipe your bum again. Just tell the tell the listeners, Anthony's sitting there hosting. Who organized this, by the way, mate? Just out of curiosity. Alex. I was just poking. I was just like, come on, guys, hurry up. Let's get this done. Only, me and Alex have got notes. What are you boys yeah. This is the best position on this panel. I just walk in. Yeah. That's right. I was going to give a shout out before, but not anymore. Now I was like, no, nah, buggy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, look. No, it's been, it has been great, and look, I gotta appreciate your efforts there, Trip. Like you did get, you did pull my finger out on this one. Yeah, like I did have plans, and like you know, uh, I had to go and argue with the wife there, going like, look, I need to do this. Like, it's been a while. <laughs> so, mm. Mm. 
But um, yeah, look, no, I can't appreciate it enough, man. Like you guys have done a great job on tonight's show, bringing up everything that needs to be said. Basically, it's just absolutely fantastic the effort you've gone through. And I wish I could have, you know, held my part in that. I feel a bit of shame no, on that. Where I couldn't no, no, you did a good job, mate. No, I still should have. I still <laughs> should have. Um, you know, I need, I should have organised myself a bit better. Like I was even going to put a video together, and like uh, the video I was going to put together was like nearly twenty minutes or so. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like I'm not going to have people sitting here for twenty minutes to go and. Then we go on another two-hour tangent after this, you know, it's just going to be too long. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, look, yeah, like I said, like, you know, you've done well. You've um, carried the team, mate, and you and Angus there have done absolutely phenomenal. But um, before we do finish up, look, um, Alex, where can people contact you if, you if you're open for people to contact you or talk to you about anything in regards to that? Like, are you open to contact? Not, not, not yet. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm actually in the process of setting something up so that we can have a little bit more of a, um, you know, I can have a little bit more of a presence in this field as well. So um, watch this space. I'll um, I'll definitely let you guys know as soon as I'm ready to go. It's just you know a matter of logistics and getting everything organised. Um, but um, look, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you guys for for having me here tonight. It's it's great to be um, sort of brought into the fold, so to speak. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity. So it's great to meet you all. I guess you know e meet you, I should say. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we can uh, we can sort of talk more and discuss more later on down the track as well. There's some pyramids yeah. down near Alex's place. We've got to go for a drive. Yes, yeah, come and check them out. Me along. I'll fly yeah, for sure. Go for a road <laughs> for a road trip with you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Straight up. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway. Now look, it's great, man. Great look. Um, so all right, um, nothing else to sort of add quickly, or we'll finish it right there, right? Eh? No, we're, we're good, boys. Knock it off. Thank That's you very good. much, right, guys. So much. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, Right, I'll, I'll do me old little spiel at the end of here and then I'll get back to you. Right, eh? Copy right. that. Ooh.